Hey, this is Will Wheaton. You're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we're back here in Radio Brendo Man Studios. That's right. In the we're hills. Just talking about Ukaipa. The place. So Pretty far, good. so good, right? Yeah. 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 Every journey, every walk is a new adventure. That's right. So today on my walk. Where'd you go? Well, just my normal, like, around the, the block, the loop walk, two miles. All right. Um,. Today I saw a dog that was off leash and like outside, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> what if he gets hit by a car?" And it had like tags on. Okay. So I'm like, "I'm gonna go see, um, check it out, check it out." And like, I tried to go up to him to like, you know, see what was going on, and he just started barking at me and like coming towards me, and I'm like, "All right, you're on your own. <laughs> Good luck, dog." I made an effort and. <laughs> Because I was like, if I come, if that dog gets hit by a car and I don't do anything, I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> so I made an effort. So he may have gotten hit by a car. I don't know. But I made an effort. You did your duty. I saw you posted the dog's bite oh, butts. Oh, yeah. Song. Dog bite butts. And then Mario's like, well, no, someone's smoking. His uh, butts. His butts. <laughs> um, but the, the weird thing is the dog's bite butts house, as far as I can tell, they don't keep their dog out. Maybe that's just a protest. For other people's dogs. Because there is a bucks. dog next door. And the dog next door to that house is weird. Because sometimes I'll walk by and he's totally fine. But the last couple days, he just gets in my face. And I'm like, huh. I thought we were cool. <laughs> he didn't know you were going to keep coming around. He thought it was like a one-time Maybe pass. that's why. He's like, oh, oh this guy's this back guy. again, huh? Oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah. Mike Merriman's here in the chat. Host of Evil Episodes podcast. And he asks, uh, how many episodes until Phil gets his name worked into the title of the show? See, you're a humble guy, and it was right. your suggestion. That's right. Because I asked, I want. I when we started, That's I was right. like, "Let's. What do you want to come do? up with something new?" And I was like, "No, you've got a name already. We need to go with that." As far, I mean, like you know, working with bands and stuff over the years. Like I'm a big proponent of if you've built even the smallest amount of name recognition, you don't let that go to waste. It's true. Because then you're starting from scratch. It always drives me nuts when like a band. Decides they're going to go, name, oh, we're going to do a slightly different artistic style. We're going to change the name. Then you lose no, everything. You're starting over now. Don't do that. Why would you do that? At least add to the name or something. Make it recognizable. Radio Brendo Man plus Phil. With Phil. <laughs> now with more Phil. No, nah, it's good. It's like it is. People know. If you're in the know, you know. But if you're not in the know, then you should get in the know. Then that's right. Then know. And then you'll know. So we had a quite a week, yeah, which we should get into should in a bit. But we, yeah. we got reader mail. Let's do reader mail. We then we'll go to it. Go to it. But I just wanted to bring up that dog story because it happened today and it That's was right. fresh on my mind. Um, I also had the first time where a car, um, I think, didn't realize that they were so close to me, and they like adjusted and then they went almost into the other lane, and almost I almost caused an accident because you're walking around. Yeah. There's no sidewalks. There's no sidewalks for a lot of it. Now, we did go up on a hike, on a well, walk with yeah. you. That's a cool place. But it was very short. Not as long as, what was it, like half a mile? 0. 0.6 miles? Yeah. Well, still, it was a walk. 
I mean, I don't have a problem. I'm like, you know what? I'm walking in the street and I'm fine with it. That's, good. That's kind of how I've become. People do. And people get out of the way and it's fine. And um, because it's not like there's no there's no there's no side there's no sidewalk. So what are you gonna do? You gotta go somewhere. And I feel weird walking on other people's property because there's a, people are very fierce about their property here. There's so many no trespassing, and oh, yeah. I've never seen so many no trespassing and, and private property everywhere. signs. There's no just open lawns. And so I feel like we these people these are the kind of people that might take yeah. umbrage to a man walking You're out, on their yeah. property. There's probably some guns being owned around. I'm definite sure. gun things, <laughs> and um, again, lots of dogs. Yeah. Great town. You guys should all move here. But it, it's a pretty good town. It, it really is. It's I got good. my library card. That's right. And so now we're connected to a larger system that's all good. Okay, wait. Real quick, I have to point out. Uh, Mike in the chat asked reader. We said reader mail. And yes, we read reader mail. Because the first episode we said <laughs> reader mail and now it's stuck. So it's always reader mail no matter what. That's just a thing. That's the, to appease my little OCD tendencies there. So. Feels crazy. It's reader mail from now. We can't change it. It's been in the chat. I mean, it's been in our document since episode one. So, yeah. Which was actually episode 11. Episode 11. Still. Episode one with me. Once I'm in, you got to stick with that stuff. So, yeah. All right. Let's do some reader mail. Brendo, have you talked to Jeffrey, Jesse Rivers at all lately? I mean, we talk a little bit on Twitter, but I haven't like had like a detailed conversation with him. Seems to be doing pretty well for himself. It's Got good. himself a new lady, oh, so I'm happy nice. for him. It's good. Where's he at now? He's in Alabama. Still out there. Still okay. in Alabama. Hope one of these days, maybe he'll venture back out here. That's cool. Jesse's a good guy. But uh, have you, did, <laughs> okay, I, I to be honest, I, I, I give Jesse all the love. But did you ever hear when Jesse did a Jesse Rivers minute on Bagged and Boarded? No. It was. <laughs> It was something. He needs more than a minute, right? That's all. <laughs> it, was, it was about football, and it was, like, really long, and it wasn't, I don't know, it was, maybe he just needs some work. Yeah. But. Maybe someday he'll just do a guess. It would be kind of funny if it had just that a would, minute. That would be like um, a, <laughs> that'd be good. Well, well let's see. We all right. have him on the show sometime. That'd be cool, yeah, just have him as a guest. We need more guests. Do we need more guests? No. I think it's fun to have guests. We I haven't done that a like, whole lot. It's not really our thing. No. But I don't think it's a bad thing. We've done it some. Well, we definitely... So we have we have guests lined up for the future just at an unknown time. Right. Like, for instance, we need to have... Although I remember, we, we planned to have Josh on the show once the bet's settled. Right. So that's Which when we're going to settle the bet. Week. And we're going to talk about the Punky Brewster with him. Right. Today we're going to talk about we'll the talk Punky about Brewster yes. with us. Yes. And, um... And then, uh, and we've had Derek on the show. Right. Um, I don't know if Matt or Malcolm would be on this show, but... We've had, we've had a few others. We've done some author episodes. Yeah. We also... We've had some family members and friends and stuff. Yeah. And we, we need to, we, we, we've, we've already, I already said we were going to have Mark and Tim. That's right. Comic Nerd Unite on. That's right. We just got to nail that. Just weird. We're, we're, one Tim, of the things I love about Tim our and show, Mark posted some very kind things about popsicles this week. I saw that. I saw that. So definitely, they're buttering me up. One of the things I love about our show, though, is that we just kind of—I mean, we do sort of have a format, I guess, because we kind of go through our thing. But we just do our thing. I like that. I like it too. Speaking of our thing, what's our first thing? Mario writes in 
Um, does Brendo's new residence have adequate child proofing for a child with his special needs? Well, your needs include video games. I got video games. You got that. I got internet. You got internet. I got food. Place to cook it. I got TV. Yeah, so basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. A and bed. But as far as child proofing, I mean, um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's not very childproof. Not really. There's a big flame underneath your... your yeah, but your, I avoid that. Yeah. He just brings me over for that. Have you guys played Alien Isolation? I haven't. I'm not. I'd be too scared. I've seen Alien and Aliens <laughs> and Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. And I think some of the Alien versus Predator or whatever. I saw the first one. I think I saw the first one. Did you see Predators? I that was actually Predators. pretty cool. I saw Predator 2, obviously. Well, Predator 2 is amazing. But, yeah. I hear it's awesome. All right. Um, Mario also writes, Another favorite show moment was when Brendo gets distracted by the chat room and starts yelling at the <laughs> listeners. It's mostly yelling at Derek. That's true. Derek can derail Brendo more than any other person. It's hard. But I Derek's at though. the New Beverly tonight, so we know he's not going to be not here. Gonna, he's not going to do it. That's cool. Nothing like, wrong like, with Derek in the chat. That's another one of my favorite parts about our shows. Our regular people chat, in the chat people, but it is sometimes, especially when it first started, it was bad though. I'd be well, we, we were get remote, super distracted. I'd be like Brendan, Brendan, and I'd be, I'd, I think stop talking to the chat. That was like stop talking to the chat. Yeah, I was like stop looking at the chat. Yeah, it's hard though because there's stuff popping up. I sometimes think, I don't know what they're showing. Their double features tonight. I know they are showing. Um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls at midnight, but I don't know if he's going to that. So mm. I don't know what he's doing tonight. Sweet. Well, I don't think they'd be showing Sweet Valley or Degrassi High because that's not in 35 millimeter. Unless, particular about that. Well, now especially, that's why Quentin Tarantino took it back over. Right. He does all the programming now because they were venturing into non 35 millimeter, and he was like, "No, <laughs> you gotta keep it pure." Well, I hope Derek has fun out there. Remember the Canadian Teen Drama Show 15? Of course I remember 15 because it was on Nickelodeon after the first couple seasons. They actually showed Nickelodeon and Ryan Reynolds. That was like oh, really? the first thing he was ever yeah. on. Um, wow. And that show was pretty ridiculous. I, I never watched it. I have... it, was on, it was on like around, because like, it was on the same on. block. There was 15 and Welcome Freshman. Did you watch Welcome Freshman? Welcome Freshman was awesome. Once Ren was... was over, I was like, all right, you know. Ren, um, but Welcome Freshman was like this weird sketch. It was like a sketch. Really? But like the first season, the first couple seasons were like kind of like sketch, but like takes place with these high school kids. But then it turned into this half (laughs) high school mellow. Like you actually, they actually followed around the characters after the first couple seasons. So then it became like this weird kind of teen melodrama, but they still did sketches. It was (laughs) really weird. All right. That girl's name that was in the faculty and in 15, Rachel, not Rachel Harris. Rachel Evan Wood? No. Something Harris. She was also in Stephen King's It. She was also in, um, she was in later seasons because she replaced, when Rebecca Gayhart um, killed a dude, like killed a kid driving and all that, I think this was around the same time. Yeah, Rebecca Gayhart killed somebody with her car on accident. Um, but then I think that was why she left one left dead like me. They didn't, but she just left dead like me, and um, 
and and then her, I think it's Rachel Harris, but Rachel Harris is also that comedian girl. So now I'm, I think it's Laura Harris. Ah, it's gonna bug me. So now I gotta right. know. Now you're IMDb. I was just looking it up. Yes, uh-huh. it is Laura Harris. Boom. She looks her. kind of a lot like uh, Kirsten Dunst. It's like Kirsten Dunst. Like I think that, that is Kirsten right Dunst. Kirsten it's Dunst. like Kirsten Dunst meets um, what's her face? Totally. From <laughs> no. Um, from like Scary Movie and Smiley Face and uh, oh, Anna, Anna Ferris. So it's like you cross he, Kirsten Dunst with Anna Ferris and you get Laura Harris. All right. And, but yeah, she was in 15, It <laughs> Faculty, and um, Dead Like Me, and hmm. 24, apparently. Did not know that. You gotta watch Dead Like Me, it's so good. But she took. She took um she took Rebecca Gayhart's place on Dead Like Me. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Rebecca Gayhart got kicked off because she hit that kid. That would definitely be a thing. Alright. She has a permanent I just licked the lemon face. Kind of. I don't know. Maybe just... a lime. Some <laughs> citrus or another, I suppose. Okay. Well, that's a tangent there. Um, (laughs) Craig from The Res writes, Hey guys, I know you like Comedy Bang Bang, the television show. Did you know there are going to be 40 episodes this season? So I guess that'd be season four? Four, yeah. Um, Did you also hear why the third season is lopsided? You're what? Is the third season lopsided? What does that mean? I don't know. Like, number-wise? I don't Uh, know. I don't know. I think I've watched, like, I don't know, half of it? A little over half of it? Craig's not, not here sure. to clarify, so he'll have to clarify. No, I don't know. That's we the don't know. That That's the answer. All right. Did you know Reggie Watts is a Montanan? Is that the correct term? Craig's from Montana. Yeah, so he, he gets to say. So, yeah. And proud of it. I didn't know that didn't either. Know Honestly, after watching like his various stand-ups and stuff, I have no idea where. I didn't know if he was British or Jamaican or Russian. I mean, like he does so many different voices and characters. I didn't really know he was even, I don't know. Have you seen, you've seen, like, his TED Talks and things? Yeah, that? well, I've oh seen his specials, comedy special, and his TED Talks, like, the best TED Talk. Yeah, best TED Talk ever. I like it when he did, like, cause they're like, what's your voice really sounding He's like? <laughs> <laughs> and this whole, like, speech that, like, where he says nothing the whole time, it's amazing. If you haven't watched that, you should look it up. He's a Montanan. I did not know that. There's a lot Proud of good of stuff it. that comes out of, out of Montana and Yucaipa, but also Montana. Like a lot of Huckleberry, I found out, which is really tasty. And we got Yukaipa. What else is Yukaipa famous for besides Stater Brothers? All right, Stater Brothers, the grocery store chain. What does Yukaipa mean? I know we still haven't looked that up. I have no idea. Should we look that up? All right, Google that. Um, we're also right by Oak Glen, which is famous for apples. It's like you know, kind of our little neighboring little tourist town up there. We have a lot of. People that go into uh, at least minor league, you know, major league baseball. What is, what else is it? What else we got there? What does it mean? See, look right there, Stater Brothers. Um, it says it has the distinction of being the former longtime home of a large population of Serrano Indians, there you and go. the home base of what is now Stater Brothers. Well, a lot of parks. Yukaipa has a warm summer Mediterranean climate. Yeah. Yukaipa Rancheria. It means Green Valley. 
The Serrano name was Yukaipat. Also comes from the Serrano. Nice. Which means Green Valley. There you go. And um, have you been to the Yukaipa Adobe? I have not. There's a couple. It's a what is it? A historical landmark. Oh, that's the Rancheria is. I think there's a couple of them, and we have a state park. The uh, what is it? The Wildwood Canyon State Park. So we got quite a few things out here. Oh, here's an interesting one. In 1991, Yukaipa High School was featured on an episode of Rugrats. Dee Dee is shown going to work at Yukaipa High School. This area fits the description used by the producer to keep the setting vague. Wow, if that's not a claim to fame, I don't know what is. I mean, come on. Plus, we were on an episode of Storage Wars. Yeah, Storage Wars. They found, like, the skeleton or something in there. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) What's the Uptown Decorative Metal Archway? You know, that thing up by the roundabouts over there. Oh, that thing. Yeah, the thing where you drove up onto it, like, when you first moved here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. There you go. Oh, here's notable people. Here we go. This is this is Susan good. Anton, Miss California, California, 1969. Matt Carson, professional baseball player. It's here. I'm going to type it because you're spelling it wrong. It's driving me crazy. You kaipa. <laughs> um, the you... local cuisine is actually wonderful. It is huge variety. There's tons of stuff. In particular, some excellent Mexican food places. We do have a lot of great, authentic Mexican places. But lots of other good stuff too. Let's see. So Tyler Chatwood, professional oh, baseball remember I player. I said a lot of baseball players. Look how many of those Matt are. Matt Davidson, players. professional baseball player for Chicago White Sox. Noble Johnson. Actor. Noble Johnson. Noble That's Johnson. Noble Johnson. Oh yes, Noble Johnson. In the most dangerous Oh, game. he's like old school. Yeah. There we go. Is that where Caesar and the Eeps are playing their seats? Probably. <laughs> this is the spot. This would it's, be it. Well, it's eighty minutes, you know, to, to LA. Yes. Corky Miller, professional baseball player. Lois Rodden, astrologer, author of Data News. I think somebody put this in. That like, one who might the be heck it. is that? <laughs> I don't know. Mark T. Tehan, professional baseball player. And Taiwan Walker. Professional baseball player. Professional baseball player for Seattle Mariners. See, I told you there's a lot of baseball players in there. There you go. So that's where not, and Phil and Brendo. From Radio Breno Man. We should totally That's notable. edit this. Yeah, you could edit that. <laughs> Put po- that professional podcasters, Phil and Brendo. Yes. We should probably put our last names if we're going to do that. If that if, if the astrologer one can get astrologer. in there. Astrologer. I don't see how we're any less notable than the astrologer. Plus an author of Brax Comics book. There you go. Author. Published authors. Published authors. And podcasters. Boom. We should be on Wikipedia. Matt Zappa writes, Hey, Brendo and Phil. It's Matt Zappa here. First, congrats on reaching 150 episodes and Happy New Year. I've been a fan of the podcast for a while now and love to listen while I'm booking shows and doing artwork. He's an awesome drummer. Musician. Discussed on the show. Um, So as a thank you for all the entertainment you've both given, I'd like to put you both on the guest list on my show DVD shoot at the Whiskey A Go-Go January 26th. Well, it's actually January 25th. It's a Sunday. Oh, it is. Yeah, I put it 25th. on my calendar. Okay. I told you the twenty fifth. That's right. Okay, whatever it's you a, told me. It's a, it's a Sunday, and we're going. Yeah, it's on. So it's exciting. If you want, if you everybody, if you want to go, the show's only ten bucks. It's in LA. It's a whiskey. Obviously. It's gonna be some awesome metal bands, including um, the band that he's that Matt Zappa is playing with. He's a drummer. Matt's an awesome right. metal drummer. Um, it's called 
the Mike Kerr group. He's a Brazilian shred metal guitarist currently based in Massachusetts who brought me in during the fall. The whiskey is going to be the last day of our West Coast tour that is central. Oh, yeah, because Nam. Nam's in Anaheim. Anaheim that weekend. Also, it's okay, so here's the big question, and I figured you would have a lot of input on this. Um, Also, it's my first time that I'll be on the West Coast, so also I wanted to ask you guys, besides about the show, was... Um, where are some good stores to hit up for specifically vinyl? All right. Well, the obvious answer... I gave him, like, Amoeba. I mean, Amoeba come on. in L.A., obviously. Or if in the Bay Area, if you're going to be up there. Because you said West yeah, Coast. Yeah, right. That's true. If you're going to be up there. But Got that up there. Then, and I said Luz and San Diego. Right. Those are, like, our, those are like our home base stores. Yeah. Like, Amoeba, Luz. There's two in the Bay Area. There's one in... There's also uh, like in San Francisco and San Francisco, in Berkeley. Right, you also right. got Rasputin's in Berkeley, which right. is, like, the other There's also classic. Rasputin's in Fresno. Oh yeah, in Monterey area is also there you so go. depending on where the tour hits. But what are some of your other? Is Rhino still around? Rhino definitely in Claremont down here. Yeah, um, and then what's their sister one is in Riverside, and that's really there's good. a couple in Riverside that you said were yeah. good. Yeah, what is it? It's a Mad Platter. Okay, that's a good one for vinyl. I can't remember what the other one is called, but there's a couple good ones in Riverside. And then there's a bunch of boutique. Record stores that have popped up, but I've like, never been well, to... Well, in Redlands, there's like three of them now. Yeah. I, we, we went in one the other day, and it was cool. But there's like, like tons in LA yeah, there's now. There's like tons. Um, but and they're all big ones. And like a lot of those boutique ones, though, like they know their audience, and they charge a lot of money. Yeah. Whereas at like, uh, I feel like at some places, you can still find some deals. Like if you go to like, Amoeba or When you go to one of those boutique places, they're all going to be priced appropriately. Right, right. Um, I also suggested so Mark Marin's record store of choice has oh, also yeah. appeared in the show. It's called Gimme Gimme Records. It's a real record store. It's in Highland Park, and That's we cool. need to make we a need trip to check there that out for sure. Um, because Ooh, there was a really cool one by David's old house in Burbank too. I can't remember what that one was called either. He'd remember. There's a lot. If you're in LA, you got tons of options. Lots of boutique. But if you're but going yeah. down to San Diego, or I feel I highly recommend taking a trip down to San Diego. Go Lose, to Lose. Man, Lose is the it's place. It's the place, especially for like those random vinyls. Rhino's really good for that too, though. Rhino yeah. and Claremont. But Amoeba's also good. Yeah, it is. It is. Amoeba definitely. <clears throat> and again, it's you know the bigger ones you're going to be able to get decent deals on stuff. So. Brendo, did you watch the playoffs today? No, I didn't. I heard. I don't really follow. I don't Some have. Sport? It's a football. Oh, oh. Football sport. I don't really follow that any that much these days. I keep up on what's going on with the Chargers, and once the Chargers are out, then I'm, like, done pretty much. And then, like, I don't have rab- – I don't even have rabbit ears, so, like, I don't watch live. I almost left one of my Chargers in the hotel room. What? I almost left, like, my DS Charger. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. But fortunately, we remembered right before we left. I left so. my. I gotta get. I left my Nook charger oh. in a hotel room, and now I gotta go get another one. And I'm sure if I get one at Barnes and Noble, they're gonna be expensive. So I need to look on. It's like Amazon. Amazon. Right? They, you gotta get a cheap. But one they don't. Amazon. And the thing is, though, it's like, it's it's their own unique thing. I can't just get it because like other because you know like most USB devices these days you, you use like the micro right little thing USB and, thing. And it doesn't use that. It has like its own thing because that's how they get you. Yeah. Well, like Apple especially. It's like that. Ooh, we got a suggestion of monoprice.com. Okay, I will do that. It's a that's good the site. kissing disease website. <laughs> and the price it, it yeah. the price, the price. It, of of getting it. Yeah. Or the price it takes on your body. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a wholesale electronics website. I was off. Dang. All right. Well, Matt, hopefully good that luck helps on your record store adventure. Yeah, and we're looking forward to the show. That's going to be cool. Super excited. Yeah, haven't been to a show in a while. You haven't. Yeah, hey, you did. Blue Christmas. Went to Blue Christmas. Yeah, haven't been to like a, a Hollywood show. metal Hollywood. show. I haven't been to a show, a metal show in Hollywood in probably twelve years. Yeah. I've been to shows in Hollywood. But a little more on the tame side. Probably the last time I was seeing like Torn and Two Red Red out there. Gosh. Did you go? We saw. Where do we see? Do we see Stole? Was that a Chain Reaction? No, that was that um, Golgotha. Oh yeah. Remember, in, like that little like oh, yeah. back of the record store place. That's that gone cool. Now. Anyway, Brendo, how would you shell out for WrestleMania? I did shell out a hundred bucks. It's been shelled. It's been shelled. It's it's on. I'm gonna be there. I'm going to be going to some wrestling shows. That's your neck of the woods. You should, uh, you if you don't go to WrestleMania, up. you can also, you can come check out, we're going to be at some other, in some of the other shows in the area. We're going to, I think Benson and I are definitely going to be going to Ring of Honor and possibly some other shows. Um, that was face value. There's still tickets available. I don't know if there's good seats, but I think it's not you guys sold got out. good seats though, right? Well, we got good seats for the price we paid. We're up high, but we're in the middle. Oh, so God. that's like perfect. Can't wait to talk about the seats that we got. We oh oh, dude. I really yeah. okay. okay. Um, so I still got tickets. If you haven't, you I mean, you could probably wait and get a pretty good deal. I because I remember um, WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. Like I was talking to people that were picking up pretty good tickets on StubHub like the day of. Oh, okay, but I that. am driving and. WrestleMania is awesome. If you're gonna go, you might as well go when it's right next to you. That's which, true. You don't have to because like, you live up there. up there. You should do it. It's gonna be awesome. And I'm, I'm. We're really hoping for a uh, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan main event. I, I think that might be Sting is probably gonna wrestle. Um, the Rock's probably gonna be there. Um, and you can meet up with Brendo. The Raw after is gonna be awesome. And we're going to be doing the Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show live events stuff. That's cool. So that'll be exciting. But yeah, we'll be up there. And Derek might come just to make fun of us, but he's not going to go to the actual wrestling <laughs> he's stuff. Gonna go he's just going to go hang out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what his plan is now. His friends that he was going to go and hang out with, they're going to be gone that weekend. So I don't know if that changed his plans. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited for that. And uh, let's see, Jerry um, had a comment on our one of our episodes. That's right. Um, she said, I like that you guys assign me things to research, which basically means Google search. <laughs> see, the thing is, though, we we were doing specific words because Jerry's like the only English major I know. Yeah, and so like, you would know those she's like things. really, she's really smart. You should so, be honored. That's right. And it saves us the time of, you know, typing in Google. If you just already know that. I guess you have to then write it to us. But still... But then she says, um, so I guess we were talking about trousers. Right. Because we were first talking about, about pants. And she answered that, but I never, I think I don't ever, never talked about it on the show yeah, because I, I never saw it. I think we did. Well, she said, trouser is a word derived from an Irish word that basically meant a garment for men covering the lower body and each leg separately. So what did they, so that, so basically that was their word for pants. Yeah, it was like a pants. Oh, but pants. Well, but because the pants, okay. remember, okay, from her original thing, the pants 
was like each leg was separate and it like buttoned together in the middle. That's why it's a pair of pants. And so mm-hmm. then we, you know, now they're connected, obviously. Yeah. So the trouser, I think, is related, but it comes from, what is she said, an Irish word. Then she says, nowadays the word trouser is used differently depending on the country. In the U.S., pants is our general term for this garment, and trousers usually refers to more tailored pants. In the U.K., trouser is the general term they use for this garment, and pants usually refers to underpants. So there you go. So when you say pants in England... They think you're talking about underwear. And now we know. And see, also, with Jerry's expertise, she was able to, you know, comb through the information and boil it down to a concise answer for Because she's an expert she's in the field. Expert, our expert researcher in, uh, in etymology. Just real quick, Stephen Day says, I'm considering going to Extreme Rules in Chicago. Only been to one Raw before. I would love to go to a pay-per-view in Chicago because Chicago wrestling fans, they get really into it. And... It's a lot of fun. Also, in Chicago, there is a restaurant called The Squared Circle. It's owned by former diva um, Ivory, and she, like, they, like, or is it Victoria? I think it's Victoria. Well, either way. One of them. One of them. Um, owns owns The Squared Circle, and they show, like, all the wrestling pay-per-views, including, like, New Japan, all that stuff, like, and it's, like, a wrestling-themed... It would be, like, the place... I would love to go somewhere, like, in a public place and watch wrestling with strangers and not get laughed at. (laughs) That's safe, huh? Sounds pretty awesome. I wore an ECW shirt to Raw back in the day. It was pretty fun. You allowed to wear a wrestling shirt to another wrestling show? Yeah, a lot of people do that. like wearing a band's shirt? Oh yeah! Oh, that's the well. For, okay, here you have to hear the I mean. thing. Wrestling shirts. It's like the opposite for a lot of people. That's the only time they get to wear wrestling shirts it's to the show. Because a lot, of, I know from like I just remember, especially for me, like um, I was very self conscious, and especially in a high school situation, you get beat up. Right. So. So um so. But when you're at wrestling, like, that's the time when you can wear wrestling shirts. So that's, like, it's completely okay to wear wrestling shirts. You're supposed to wear whatever company You're supposed to. And then if you want to be... And then there's people that intentionally, to be cool, wear, like... Like, right now, the cool shirt that you see everywhere if you're, like, at an independent wrestling show is, like, New Japan wrestling shirts. You're like, oh, I'm into cool Japanese wrestling. I don't even need to wear American wrestling (laughs) shirts. So, like, so now, like, that's... Like, all the cool kids are wearing Bullet Club shirts, and um, I guess that's cool. And and then, like, and then like other cool kids will, like, wear, like, indie wrestling shirts to WWE shows. Right. And... Well, it's like when you go to a show of a band, first of all, the unspoken rule Well, that's rule the cardinal is, rule, is, like, you don't, you don't wear, the, wear the, shirt, the shirt, but... Sh- but if you want, but then you can wear like other music. Yeah, shirts. and you, and again, people like to wear. You know, oh, I like this indie band that you've never heard of, and I'll wear that. So it's it's similar. That that yeah. works. Yeah. Except that you're not supposed to wear the band. But you are totally more than okay. Like, because again, like if you own a CM Punk shirt or like a Daniel Bryan shirt, you, unless you're like a totally fearless, like I don't give a crap person. Even I like. I'm I'm not at the level where I could just wear wrestling shirts. I'm you not wear those around. Well, I don't own them because they're expensive, but also oh, because okay. I just I don't know. It's <laughs> so. But you've worn a lot of band shirts. Over yeah, here. no one's scared of wearing a band shirt. So so then, like for a lot of these people, it's the one time where you can wear wrestling shirts, and it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Craig says he wore his tool shirt for a lot of the first Bonnaroo. 
Tool playing at that? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I don't know. I mean, maybe they weren't. Do, he was just being cool. People do wear the shirts of the but, band, but you know, in then, PCU, that was the whole thing. That's like, don't right. be that guy. Just don't be that guy. Anyway, WCW was crazy about signs. I remember they took away like three of our signs when we went to Nitro. Really? I never. And but it depends because the closer you're sitting to the camera, the more they notice things. Because like I remember we went to Raw and we were like sitting way high up so we could like do whatever and like i remember i brought a sign to a house show which is dumb because it's a house show there's no tv right right. but um but uh but but w's but like wcw i they haven't this the the year that we were on nitro hasn't been put up on the WWE network i can't wait to see it because like i've seen on youtube clips and you can kind of see us right but in clear it's not going to be hd but at least it's going to be not taped off of somebody's vcr and we were in like the floor section you can see us on camera a bunch i cannot wait till that goes up crazy but we got like three of our signs taken away 97 high school brendo wow I can't wait. High school Brindo is going to be on TV. I cannot wait. Because, like, we were very cool. Because, like, people... I remember going back to school, we were, like, rock stars. <laughs> like, everybody saw... Because this is when everybody was watching wrestling. And, like... And I remember we had a club called the Senior World Order. Because it was instead of the New World Order. It was, like, SWO. So we had, like, a big SWO sign. It was like, I saw the sign! I saw you guys! <laughs> like, people I, people I didn't awesome. know came up to me at school. That's how popular wrestling was in the late 90s. Because, like, you would, in most of most years, you would never acknowledge that you were a wrestling fan, let alone that you went to a show, a live event. Right. But, like, this was when, like, everybody, like, I remember I knew wrestling was cool because, like, um, when there was, like, the cool Asian clique at our school, and they were, like, the coolest of the cool people, <laughs> and they were wearing NWO shirts. I'm like, okay. It's, it's okay now. It's okay. <laughs> okay, real quick. Craig says he did get compliments on his tool shirt, so it was cool. Yeah. So that's important. Good. Um, well, yeah, when you're in like the front row, you're going to be on TV all the time. That's pretty cool. And we've had a couple of people that don't know, but we've had a couple of signs. We've had some Radio Brenner Man signs. We had Radio Brenner Man signs on two pay-per-views and a Raw. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks for doing that. This is all Mark Ariano. All Mark. Now, who's going... This is a total sidetrack. But who all is going to be at the uh, the convention that we're going to? Or the, the show? It's going to be me. You and me. Wait, what show? The video game one. Oh. Pinball. Well, we were going to talk game. about that oh, a little okay, bit, okay. but we'll, uh, get we'll get to that. I'm jumping again. I'm just excited. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about tonight. I remember I wore an ECW shirt back when you couldn't get them, and it was because I subscribed to wrestling magazines, and they actually had a mail order. You can order. So I ordered one via mail, and I remember I realized I thought it was so cool because this is how like like small ECW was, even when they were really popular. Uh They ran the mail order out of Polly's basement, (laughs) and like Tommy Dreamer did the merchandise. So like my packing slip was, like, filled out, and it even said, like, approved Tommy, and it was, like, Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> and he wrote something on it, and I thought it was That's awesome. Cool. And then I got another one when they actually got big enough. They still didn't have a national television show, but they showed up. They were starting, their shirts were starting to pop up in, like, um, pop culture stores. 
Because I remember there used to be one at the Cabazon outlets. Uh-huh. Which like, is right by us now. Um, one of those, like, stores. It was like a music entertainment store. And they had ECW shirts. Huh. And I got one. Sweet. And I... That was the one that was like also it was like kind of naughty because it said our big boys kick ass because <laughs> oh. WCW is where the big boys play <laughs> and so ECW's take on that was our big boys kick ass <laughs> and I remember I wore that well because here's how cool Mike was Mike my youth pastor <laughs> took us to Monday Night Raw in the church van <laughs> and like we met up at the church so I remember going in the church office wearing my ECW shirt forgot that it was on and like one of the worship guys like is like oh nice shirt I'm like <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure Mike got yelled at. Yeah, but whatever. Mike was you cool. had a very different youth group experience than I did. Yeah, we went to wrestling. You guys went to wrestling and not scary farm or whatever. Not scary farm. All kinds of cool stuff. You know, uh, we have had one experience the same though. What? We both had a really good experience listening to podcasts on Stitcher. We have. I listened to one today. What did you listen to? I finished up Go Bayside. Okay. I listened to the last episode that she's posted, which after they did the finale, they did um, like they did a podfest. She did a special episode about like one of the, the one of the um, the time capsule episode because it's a clip show. Okay, clip show. And so it was pretty entertaining, but it was also like, oh, this is sad. It's over. Um, yeah. So, uh, Go Bayside is not going to do the college years because she said she hates it. Oh, so she's not going to even touch it. No. She said she's she might do the movies. Okay. Because there's two movies. I think she would do it just to get the extra That's episodes, a, I but... said she should do that and she should do Miss Bliss just so she can go in. But now she said she's moving on to other things. All right. But um, I love... Screech did stab someone. Yeah, speaking of which. <laughs> but I, I love Rachel Rich- April Richardson so much. And she just did a zine, and I bought it. Like she sent it to me, and it was I so awesome. That, and I'm almost—it's so cool. It's a true music zine because it's stories about her going to shows nice. and like traveling around. Because she's like friends with Billy Bragg, and like she goes huh. to a bunch of his shows. But like she wrote about that, and like the stories are really cool because it's like a true old school. And this one she like hand wrote, and then that's Xerox. Cool. Oh, oh awesome. dude, it's so awesome. So I. Um, you also thought you saw her. We also thought, day. but then I showed you a picture, and you're like, it's similar style. And I was still not sure because she was there was a girl that was standing behind us. Um, Craig asked her in person to do 90210 just for me. It's not happening. I don't think that'll happen because it has to be something. Well, that why you ask that? I should do 90210. I, you should. But I need somebody to do it. Although Mario suggested a good one. I don't know if you saw this. He posted on my Oh, yeah. Boss Burgers and call it Burger Time. Burger Time. That was pretty awesome. We should do it. I mean, I would totally do that. We've watched them. I wouldn't even have to rewatch them. But we should rewatch them. So, um, but yeah. So, at at Marin, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. yeah. There was a girl, two girls behind us. And one of them was dressed like the, the, because, you know, that retro, like. I don't know what you call it. Look like the classic. Pictures, when you Googled the images of April Richardson and you showed them to me, there was, was a picture like, where she had the same hair. Yeah, it's, it's, I but don't it think didn't. It's but then I heard her it. talk, and I'm like, I don't think that's her. I've heard her talk for hours and hours and hours. And then, 
And then I knew, and then I confirmed it because we went outside and she was smoking that girl. I'm like, it's not April Richardson because April Richardson straight edge. Right. Unless I'm, I'm catching her. That's but true. I, it wasn't her. No, nah, I don't think it, it definitely was. wasn't her because I feel like Mark Marin knows April Richardson and he didn't talk to them like he knew them. Right, right, right. So, um, but you could hear all about the things that she does. On a, on a Stitcher show. Yeah. Which is a free app. Stitcher's which awesome. On your phone. Getting your phone or on the web. Listen to your podcast. Keeps track of where your place is. Um, and it's pretty cool. And they got everything. All yeah. the Benview Network podcasts are all on, on there. there. Popsicles on there. And Radio if you Brindo use Man. the code Ra- uh, BrendoMan. Yeah. When, when you, you sign, sign up, up for an account. If you haven't yet. It's free. It helps us out. Yes. You know what else helps us out? What? Signing up for hosting on DreamHost. Yes. Which is yes, a good host. Good hosting. When you sign up, you use the code Radio Brendo Man, you'll save $50 off your bill. And if you sign up for like a year of hosting, which is only $97, minus $50, that's $47. $47. Um, you'll get a free domain registration on top of the one they give you already. So that's two domains. That is fantastic. For the price of one. Real quick, even Mike asks, were you a fan of the Beetlejuice cartoon? I liked it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't fun. think I saw a ton of it, but I remember watching it, it a couple fun. times. Yeah. Good. Crazy Love Adventures, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, and Lydia. Definitely, it's on DVD now. Hmm. I don't buy DVDs. Yeah, I did. I have a lot of them. I, I can't believe they're coming out with another physical format. That just seems stupid Wait, to me. What? I don't know about yeah, that. Blu-ray, 4K. Ugh, that's not going to happen. They need that. That's, that they, that's like one too many formats. That's the, they're going past. That's like when the the Sega years and they're putting out too many things at once, trying to save it. It's not happening, guys. Like, I feel like yeah, that's just crazy. I was it's reading about happening. that was like one of the things at CES, and everyone's like, "Why are they doing this?" Yeah. Like, also, 4K streaming is going to kill people's data caps, <laughs> but I just don't understand why another physical like uh, who's going to get that. Nobody. No one. No one's gonna get that. super hardcore crazy people. Yeah, and that's gonna, it. Maybe it'll be like. I guess it'll be like laserdisc. Could be. Could be. But I'm telling you, the general population is not gonna go for that. No. Also, <laughs> how much better than HD? Like it's yeah, gonna be but, like you can't. You're not gonna be able to notice. Like you it's can not, already see the pores on people. Yeah, I don't need. Like, what what yeah. do you need to see? It's crazy. It's insane. The general population. I mean, I know lots of people got Blu-ray players, but the Outside of a certain demographic, a lot of people never even got that. My parents, yeah. you know, no, nobody over a certain age got Blu-ray players. Why do they think now someone's going to get that? Physical media is done. I never got a Blu-ray player. Show your kids Beetlejuice Sandworms and then Pee Wee Large Large. <laughs> All in good time. We'll get there. We'll get there. They were watching Pee Wee's Playhouse today. And they said they saw the one where his when he was a kid he was imagining when he was a kid and they thought that was really funny. Oh yeah. So, but they're not. I don't think they're quite ready for Beetlejuice just yet. I'd like that my kids to sleep through the night for a couple years still. <laughs> I think I was talking. I was th- I was watching the holiday episode again. My favorite thing about the holiday episode that the little dinosaurs are Jewish. Like you yeah, find that out. That's cool. I think that's funny. Yeah, it's a really good show and it's a fun kid show. It's so fun and so weird. It's so weird. 
That's another one that Janelle like will watch for a bit, and then she's like, "All right, it's getting weird. I'm done." <laughs> but your kids love the it. Kids love it absolutely. Penny cartoons, yeah, oh, Penny. and all those old cartoons that he shows, yeah, oh, the King like King of Cartoons. Oh. They're like the weirdest. Yeah, like, and they're always like, they're all public snippets. domain. Yeah, but it's funny because half of the King of Cartoons cartoons I've seen their entireties because Justin has all of them. Really? That's cool. Justin is like a connoisseur because a lot of them kind of racist. Oh well, sure, yeah. You know it's not racist though. What's not racist? Buying things at Amazon Prime. What if you're buying like racist materials? Well, it's not inherently racist anyway. They're just <laughs> the proprietor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The store itself and the Prime service, watching all those shows, all that stuff like that. That's definitely not. I don't remember Dino Saucers. But I bet you they'd sell it on Amazon. Yeah, they'd probably sell it on Amazon. Well, you can get a free trial of Amazon Prime. Um, by going to RadioBrendo.com, clicking the Amazon Prime um, button. Not the Amazon button, the Amazon Prime trial link. That's right. And that'll give you a 30-day free trial. You'll get Amazon Prime Music, which offers unlimited ad-free access to over a million songs for just $99 per year. In addition to other Prime benefits, which include instantly watching over 40,000 movies and TV episodes... And, and um, you got Kindle Owner's Lending Library. And the big thing is unlimited free two-day shipping. No minimum order size. Free trial. Free trial. Boom. And the final thing, the great way to help us that really requires very little effort on your part and no money. Is when you do buy things on Amazon. Whether you have Prime or not. We don't care. Either way. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Clicked. Um... Click the little, te- the, there's a button, or text, and then and then buy, just order like normal. like normal. Go ahead and shop away. So we got some people buying stuff. What do people get? Mean Girls Blu-ray, only five bucks. Five bucks. That's a great movie. Yeah. Remember when Lindsay Lohan was still, like, acting? And she was good? Yeah, that, she was great in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else is in that, Mean Girls? Tim Meadows? Um, yes. Also, Tim the Fang. kid who played Tucker... In um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, really? Wait, who is he? He was one of the high school kids. Huh. I think he like sat behind her in math class or something. I did not know that. Yeah. Let's go back and watch it. Um, I have it on DVD. We got... It's also on Netflix. Oh, that too. We also got BTEC BT15 channel speaker mount. Cool. Center channel speaker mount. Doing like, is that like surround sound? Yeah, to like, like mount okay. speakers. We got Arulex Sonolite one inch thick and two feet by two feet acoustic absorption panel. Someone's doing some Someone's recording, doing some maybe? Studio Getting or soundproofing. Ooh, I wonder what that's about. That sounds cool. Um, we got Tac Force Magnum assisted opening rescue knife firefighter. Nice. I'm definitely not allowed to have that. You know, yeah. I'm not allowed to work with knives, right? Well, you probably cut yourself. Yeah, like, I'm notorious for it. At Christmas, like a few years ago, and someone got a like pocket knife, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Let me see." And I opened it and immediately, like sliced my hand open and started oh bleeding everywhere. Gosh. And ever since then, I've been on no knives. No, these aren't random items. These are things that people have bought through our Amazon link. Oh yeah, that's the idea. People buy it, then we find out anonymously. We don't know who did it. We find out and then we read it out. So sometimes we I get love some that fun Mike stuff. thought we were just reading random things yeah. on Amazon. Here's some things you can buy on Amazon. Um, this is stuff people bought to help out the show. 
We got Dominion Cornucopia board game. Oh, and this is so Craig Rennie Craig, says this is all his stuff. Um, he's got Dominion Alchemy. Dominion Prosperity. So these are like expansion packs. Sounds like it. All right. That's cool. Okay, Mike said we should watch this YouTube clip of uh, dinosaurs. Well, because he's talking about... Have you seen... There's like the Walking with Dinosaurs show. Do you uh, think yeah. your kids could handle that? I don't know. Do you think they would freak out? See, here's the thing. Because it's like life-size dinosaurs. In... Uh, maybe. It's at maybe. the Pomona Fairplex. It sounds cool, but I don't know. I mean, I think. They like the dinosaurs on the train at uh, Disneyland. But I don't know. Depends on how realistic and scary it is. Mike says his three-year-old daughter really enjoyed it. All right. So that'd be cool. It's at the Pomona Fairplex. You should probably, if you, um, if you swayed around on Gold Star, they usually pop up. I have Gold Star now. Um, okay, well, let's check this All right, out. We're supposed to watch this and react. It's a, this is the opening. <laughs> we met some new friends from out of town. I do not remember this. Dino Saucer. When was this? This definitely looks like the era I was watching cartoons in. Yeah, late 80s. Yeah. Hmm. I missed this one. Globe ring. (laughs) Wow, Genghis Rex. Well, I'm I'm 34 and he's 30, you're 36. 36, So, so yeah, this is is right in the sweet spot. I mean, it looks like everything I watched on TV. I probably did at some point. I just, yeah. It's got a little like Voltron. There was was a lot of cartoons on it. Yeah, Dino Riders. Plus, you remember Definitely Dinosaur? Definitely Dinosaur. Denver. I remember Denver. Denver. The dinosaur. Yeah, Denver the Last Dinosaur, yeah. Michael Uslan created this? That guy produced Batman. Wow. Did not know that. I didn't recognize it, but it's definitely something I would have Centurions, watched. Centurions. I'm looking at all these others. Have Brave Star. Because these are like all Silverhawks. Yeah, Thundercats, of course. Heathcliff. New dinosaurs. See, Chippendale, Chip, 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 Voltron. Dales. Like the people look like Voltron. It looks people. like Voltron, yeah. And they have the rings that go together, which reminded me of like Captain Planet or something. Also, okay, we better get out of yeah, this. Yeah, don't we? We can't just watch all YouTube videos. Though. We could do a whole episode where we just watch YouTube videos. Phil and Brenda watch YouTube hey, videos. That's good. That's funny. Um, oh, I forgot to add that on my stuff to mention. I will do that. What's that? YouTube video. Oh, I think I know what you're saying. Oh, wait, I did put it on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought I forgot. Well... All right, it's time. It's time to talk about it. We get to talk about it. We saw Mark Maron on Thursday. So for my birthday... I bought tickets. Brendan got tickets for us to go see Mark Maron. At the Largo at the Cornet, which I found out that's not the original Largo. The one that's like... So Largo used to be somewhere else, and that's where all like the whole comedy boom started. That's okay. where he got attacked on stage, but then it got moved... To this new location. Which was the old Coronet. Yes. All right, okay. That's great, Craig, that you don't like him. See? Well, it was fun. Spread the negative. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to kick you out of our thing. Don't kick him out. I just don't understand why you feel like the need to share that you don't like him when we're talking about that we like him. You got to be that guy. It's okay. I'm getting mad. I'm sorry. Allowed? People are allowed to not like I stuff. I understand. People aren't, are allowed to not like stuff, but the fact that you have the need to then... Let that out, especially when people are saying how much they like him. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Well, like, still. No. Just letting you know. Oh, because I really care. <laughs> I really needed to know that Craig liked, didn't you, like You Baron. unleashed the Brendo rage. That's something I really needed to know. Not, now you, I know. You know he's not the only person. Mark, I understand Mark, that, but I don't care. I, know, I don't I care. Know, I know. 
I'm sorry. I just get upset <laughs> about things like it's that. Okay. So anyway, here we go. We got out there, drove to L.A. You can't pick me up. Yeah. Drove to L.A. Evening started out fantastic. Okay, we got we had like pretty good traffic. Yeah, good traffic. But then the miracle that happened was we happened to park. Well, we got like we drove past. You know, we get to where the thing is. And we're like, okay, we're gonna start looking for parking because usually the way things work in LA is you go by where you're gonna be, and unless you want to pay like ten to twenty dollars or more, you got to drive around yeah. and park in the neighborhoods. So, so we're starting to do that, and we're like, all right, well, now let's drive around. So the first, I'm like, let's turn down here. Can we turn down here? Right, like less than a block away. And then we see, like, oh, there's there's no... Um, like nobody parked on the Nobody street. parked here. But we look at the signs, and it turned out it was a loading zone until 6 p.m. For school. And it was 6.01. Yeah, we got there, like, right as it had opened up to be legal to park there. Beautiful spot. I mean, we we walked like less than a block to it. You couldn't have parked closer. I don't think unless you got someone to like to if we had done valet, valet or, or parked in the garage next door for ten dollars. That's like that's it. Other than that, this was the closest spot you could possibly get. It was totally free. So a good start there. See the idea that if you're in a better place than someone, you shouldn't complain. I hate that idea too. Like what? They're not allowed to complain about anything. All right, Brendan's arguing with the chat. Craig says he doesn't like people who complain who are in a better place than me. Everybody has something to complain about, and it's their right to complain. But then he just complained and you didn't like him complaining. That's not his whole thing. <laughs> that it's not, it's, he's not, he doesn't, that's not all he does. Well, anyway, I'm excited about this story, so I'm taking it back. I'm taking it all back. So we go over, we walk over to the front, we get the tickets, we go up to the thing to get the tickets... And the guy like pulls out. Yeah, he okay. I saw. Like, he, so he had the seats, and it was it, we were in the F, it was F something, something which is F. like in the middle. Yeah. But then he's like, and then he takes a look at us, and he's like, and he just he did like a double take, and he's like, oh wait, here, and they did a switch, he switched, and them. suddenly we were in B, row B, row B. Which it, we were actually like to the side, and in in the side, well, row, we didn't know that yet. We didn't know this yet. That's true. Okay. So we'll then. So then we're like, so because you, you go, you get your seats, and then you can go do whatever. So we're going to get Because this was like at 6, and the show didn't start. Because, again, we had allotted so much time that... Um, we had plenty of time to eat dinner. So we wound up we wound up going next door. Well, it was like a few doors down. So first we went to the soda pop place, because that looked and that cool. that was closed. It was closed. So then we went to this other place. It's called The Addiction, and that's now like one of my favorite restaurants. It was super good. In Hollywood. It's amazing. Because it was like, it, everything is like handmade down to the ketchup and, and the mustard, mustard and all the sauces. Yeah, butter. And they hand churn their butter. Everything's handmade. And you would think this would be like a super expensive, like $25, $30 a plate. No, $10 hamburgers. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, like McDonald's cheap, but it was about as cheap as you would get anywhere that you're sitting down to eat food. Yeah. And it was like one of those super small, like, and they were, it was like really small, and the people, people were sitting super, outside, and yeah. you know, and the people were super nice, and it was good, amazing and food. The food was incredible. You got a, got shrimp, a shrimp bisque, bisque and the mac and cheese. Yeah, I got. We also got. I was. It's weird. I had this meatball craving for yeah. the last week. And then they had meatballs, and they had meatballs. So I'm like, gotta get the meatballs, and they were amazing. And then I got a burger. I got the buffalo burger with like homemade blue cheese, and and I was homemade like, ketchup. and then they had homemade ketchup. So I'm like, Phil, you gotta try this. Homemade As a ketchup. ketchup connoisseur, I can tell you it was fantastic. And then, um, 
And then I uh, got dessert. And then I got dessert, and I got the because I'm like, this is a place where I have to have dessert because it's like homemade ice cream yeah. and homemade dessert, and it was like the best vanilla ice cream because it just came. I got the blueberry crumble because they had other flavors of ice cream, but the blueberry crumble came with vanilla ice cream, and it was the best vanilla ice cream I've ever had. So we've already at this. So point this is already now, like just an awesome experience. Free parking. We knew we got good tickets. Good food next door. It's a good night already. Yeah. Then we go in there, and we go to where our seats are, and, well, first, I mean, we saw, like, we're standing around, kind of and Marin comes out, there, yeah. and he comes back, we're like, oh, there he it's is, cool. it's cool, so then we go in where our seats are, and it's, like, on the side, but we are front row on yeah, the side. Yeah, there is no row A. Yeah. We didn't and know And we're, like, before. right by the we're stage. We're, like, in the middle, yeah, like. And we're looking around, and then I'm, like, we're, like, looking around, evaluating, I'm, like, and I'm, like, Phil, I think we're in a fat section. Yeah, well, that's what we figured, like, the reason... Because the, the rows are kind of tight. Everything's kind of tight in there, and I think the guy saw our size. He's like, ah, I'm going to put them in the fat section. So I'm like, I think we're in a fat section. Because here, we're not, if we, have, if we had to get up, we wouldn't be Stand up. crawling over anybody. So I said, okay, here's how you're going to know. Yeah. The seats next to us, whoever sits there, it's going to be If we get determined. fats in the seats next to us, we are definitely in the fat section. And sure enough, right, right about a couple minutes before the show starts, two comes, fat dudes. Come big, a couple big dudes two sat fats. down right by us. And then we all did the fats, we all like, did the fat arm, arm crossing. Because when you're in tight spaces, that's where the arms got to go. But I'll tell you what, if that's what that's like the fat privilege, you yes. know? Like, if that's what you get... I mean, it was amazing. That's not too bad. Because we got, you're right there. We got bumped to front row. And, crap, I had his... Oh, I know it. Um, Dave Anthony from Marin. If you watch the opened, show, he's Yeah, Dave, his friend Dave. I don't think he's in season one. He's in season two. I feel like, yeah, I think he popped up in season two. Dave, like, and, and his dad was the dude from Office Space. I'm a people yeah, person. Yeah, I'm a people <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So, but yeah, Dave, and so he opened, and he was amazing. Yeah, it was really funny. He was really funny. funny. He told a lot of jokes about, like, Mike Tyson. And his and about kids his kids and stuff. And so, stuff. It so it was cool seeing the differences between Mar- Dave on Marin, because Dave on Marin is just, like, this sad bastard who doesn't care about anything, and he lives right. by himself. He's like kind of like misogynistic almost, like the way he just hates people and everything. And he would definitely he had that like kind of you know downer persona, but he was really funny though. It was it was it was fun. And then Mark Marin came out and he did his show. When he came out, he like walked straight up like right in front of us. Like, yeah. like could have almost like reached out and touched and him. And we he that was so super funny. I, I did like the Brendo like Laugh so hard, he started coughing. Yeah, well, me too. Was like, <laughs> I, I was, was worried great. he was going to look over and be like, what's going on with these guys? <laughs> what's with the fat the over there? They're all choking to death. <laughs> but it was great. He was really funny. And um, it was a good show. And then, to cap off the evening. We met him. Well, yeah, so we go out. And, you know, the whole theater empties out pretty quickly. Most people just left. Most people, probably like three-fourths of the people just left right away. So we were those weirdos. We were kind of just hanging out in the, like, courtyard area. Yeah. And sure enough, after a few minutes, like, after everyone cleared out, he comes out and just kind of starts talking to people. And and a, kind of a little informal line kind of formed so people could, you know, so meet him. we had, like, hashed out, like, what we were going to say because we... Yeah, we were talking so about So I it. did a last-minute, like, rewrite. Yeah, because you had the line up until this point, but then the last-minute rewrite, that's what saved it. And you said, what was it, how did you How did you present it? I said, Mark, we, did, we have a podcast, we just recorded our 150th episode, and we really 
were influenced by you. And he's like, thanks, man. Wow, what's the name of your podcast? Boom, yeah, we are like off that. to the races. Because, and I say this is why it was so good, because you mentioned, you know, we've done a lot of episodes. He knows we're not someone that just did recorded two things. Hey, I'm on a podcast, my And I didn't also, I wasn't also, I was like, we'll be on my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't ask for, like, a plug or anything like that. We didn't do anything. But, so he said, like, well, what's the name of your show? And I said, Radio Brenner Man. And he's like, oh, cool. And then I said, hey, and then we said, hey, we got stickers. I had a sticker, like, preloaded, ready to go in my front shirt pocket just in case. And he yeah. said, well, let's get a picture and I'll grab a sticker, man. So we took a picture, did that whole thing. Which, by the way, I warned you that no, my picture didn't I do said, it at So night. then I said, let's use my camera. And then you, last minute, said, let's do it with mine. Well, okay, and here's why. Here's why it didn't work. Because we tested it as a selfie. Yeah. And at that distance, it looked good. But then yeah. someone's like, well, I'll take a picture for you. And then they took it way back. And once you get that distance in the dark, my phone just doesn't cut it. So that's why it's kind of it's kind of sloppy. But you can tell it's him and you can tell it's us and whatever. So, we took the picture, I had the sticker ready, and he said, thanks, man, I'll check it out. So, Mark Maron, at some point, might listen to our show and be like, what the heck is this, and why is it four hours, and what are these guys talking about? And how have they done 150 Reader mail, Ukaipa. What is what? going on here? What is going on here? The Orchard? Actually, my favorite thing that Mario wrote was that the Orchard meets the Cat Ranch. Yeah. Because that's Mark Maron's like house with all the cats. He did talk about his cats talk quite a bit, the cats. which is funny. And then we talk about the or I've talked about the orchard for years now. So yeah, so it was cool. Now, realistically speaking, I'm aware that probably that'll be in his. You know, threw it. He threw it away when we. Well, that's where I'm like, we have to listen to every episode now because what if like a, a year from now, even he's digging through yeah, stuff and he finds what's this? a sticker. I mean, that would be pretty... Even if he says, like, whoa, what are these idiots doing? If you just even If he us, says these idiots at Radio Breno Man, we would get, like, a hundred listeners. Yeah, that, just right there, just from him saying that. That'd be amazing. That'd be cool. I don't mind being an idiot if that's what it takes. <laughs> well, so it, so it was awesome. It was a great night. Perfect. It wasn't... I mean, you know, it was very natural. It wasn't, like, a weird, like, oh, here's my thing. Like, it just was cool. He asked for it, so... Um, anyway... I walked outside earlier in the dark and scared a gray partridge that fluttered off. Is that the type of thing that scares you in the orchard? Yeah, in general. Mostly, it's mostly Phil. From Phil, it's mostly cats. The cats, but there's Raccoons. Birds. There's all kinds of just bush noises and tree noises. In general, I'm aware there's nothing that's going to happen out there. But it's, you know, if you start getting inside your head as you're walking around in the dark, it can be I wouldn't stay out there at night. It, you know... Plus, then you start thinking about what if someone had like climbed in and they're like waiting for you in the orchard or something. If I was Why would here, they be doing that? No one could hear you scream out there because it's far away from everything. It's pretty big. How big is it? It's a, it's a little over a third of an acre. It's not, I mean, for here it's big. For Montana, that's probably like your, I don't know, front yard. Maybe Brax ate Boomer. Aww. <laughs> Craig has okay, three you got, acres. So you that's got quite huge. A, yeah, it's quite a bit larger. So, But again, for Southern California, that's, that's pretty, big. it's pretty large. Pretty big you know. spread. Even for yeah. Ukaipa, it's a pretty big spread. Even for here, yeah. So, it's not like a giant ranch, but, you know, there's enough to have a lot of trees and whatnot. So, so anyway. It was a very, it was awesome, and he was funny. Yeah. And we laughed really hard, and then he was cool, and we got a picture, and it was great. And, and even if, because I was he thinking. He has a Radio Burner Man sticker in his possession. In my, in my, of course, endless processing of the exact words <laughs> that he said afterwards, as you can imagine. I thought of this. 
he could have easily and still been polite said, oh, that's cool, man. Thanks for coming to the show and then yeah. shut it down. But he didn't. He said, oh, that's cool. What's the name of your show? Yeah, I'll take a sticker. I'll check it out. Thanks, man. He said those things. Very nice. Is, NS- is SNL new tonight? No I idea. Are we the, uh, we're the uh, what are we, TV, TV guy, guy now? now? <laughs> Actually, it's 7 p.m. Check your local listings. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, and it was really cool. And then we drove back and... It was a good night. It says, it says, uh, what are your thoughts on Melissa Carphy being signed? I heard potentially I'm fine with it. Although Derek told me what the script is going to be. It doesn't sound that great, but I'm not going to, I'm going to reserve judgment until I watch it. I'm super excited that I'm, I think Paul Feig Directing, yeah. Um, that's what's going to be redeeming to Paul me. Paul plus Ghostbusters equals I'll see it no matter what. Oh, yeah. I'll watch it. I'm excited. Who knows just... if it'll be good afterwards, but as far as I'm concerned, that's worth a ticket to me. So, yeah. Um, any other things about Marin? I think that was pretty spectacular. Was Everything about it. Go to party. The Addiction. Yeah, The Addiction was good. If you're out that's there. like my new favorite... That's my new favorite um, restaurant in that area. Melissa McCarthy is not all dick and fart jokes, though. She's capable of a lot more, especially any fan of Gilmore Girls knows that and other things. So, I don't know. It could be something. I I I heard it's going to be like Melissa McCarthy and Jennifer Lawrence and um, probably like one other girl. But who knows? At this point in this this stage in development, like that could change entirely. Jennifer Lawrence is a highly likely. Those, okay, because you know I love, like, I mean, obviously pop culture and I follow all the stuff, but it drives me nuts. Like, I don't like looking into movies way ahead. Yeah. Because, like, from here until when that happens, it could be a new director, completely new stars, different stuff. I don't know. I don't don't see how her age has anything to do with her being in Ghostbusters. She could be, it could be any character. It's it's basically, there's going to be a franchise and it's going to be women and. I'm there. Like, that's basically. As long as they don't cross the streams. All right, what else we got coming up here? Well, we got a bunch of coming events. Yeah. So I like listed I because I got all these event calendar. I got the event calendar going on here. So we got Arcade Expo next week, January seventeenth. We're going to be there on Saturday. That's our official Saturday's the day. Um, day. Um, if you haven't gotten them yet, last week there was there, a Groupon. There was a Groupon. I think I don't know if it's still up. They're also there. on Gold Star. So yeah, so there are some deals, so check that out. So there are some deals out there for tickets, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet. It's in Banning, which is just past Ukaipa. If you're in the area, there's going to be 850 plus pinball and arcade machines. And they're all on free play. They're all on free play, so you just have to play, um, you just have to pay pay the the ticket. And there's also some panels, there's some movie screenings. Walter Day of um, King of Kong fame is going to be there. Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies, Twin Cities. Um, So... It's going to be exciting. I'm excited. I'm just excited cool. that we're going to be there and we're going to play a lot of video games. Oh, yes. And then we're going to... Uh, so, Matt Zappa's show at the Roxy. Um, January 25th. Not the Roxy, the Whiskey. You said the, the whiskey? You said the, it's whiskey. Crap. You wrote the wrong one. I wrote the wrong one here, so it's Whiskey. Yeah. I know there's those two places, Whiskey, Roxy. They're kind of near each other there and stuff. They have similar, like, structure of shows. <laughs> I've been to shows at both of them plenty of times. I don't so know if I've ever actually been to a show at the Whiskey. Really? I, no, I have, I have, I have. I've, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot. I think I was, we went to see Underage. Didn't we? Underage play at the Whiskey. I think that's where they played there, yeah. yeah. 
Or was um, it at the Roxy? I can't remember. See, now I'm getting them confused. <laughs> uh, and then James Riley, I saw on the Okay, so confirmed. I confirmed it. It's on the website. Um, what time is it at? It's at 7 p.m. Oh, good. Okay. So, and this is a kid-friendly event. It's two kid authors. So he's with another author. Ah, uh, okay. And it's... Um, it's, so his this is the part the book tour date that we are going to is January twenty seventh Barnes and Noble Mart Montclair California that's in the I E um, and uh, and Brendo do you know Nick Papa Giorgio from Yuma I don't know anybody from Yuma Nick Papa Giorgio is that a real um, thing Isn't that uh, from what's it called Vacation Vegas Vacation. That was the ah, I was right. There you go. I was like, I know that name. All right. Well, James Riley, author of... So he's, uh, there. So he's the author of um, Half Upon a Time. And he has a new book called The Book Thieves. Story Thieves. Story Thieves. It's coming out. And that looks really good. So that's when we can buy it and get it signed there. So if you want to come out to any of those events, make sure you let us know so we can like meet up with you. and say Yeah, hey and but stuff. James Riley, is, if you live in Illinois, he's doing some signings there. He's also doing a signing up in NorCal. And a couple other in the Inland Empire. I love his like tour schedule. It's so like it's very he's going weird. on vacation and so he's like, yeah, I'll go out there. If you go to James Riley author, it's a Tumblr. Just search James Riley author on Google, yeah. and we'll bring up his Tumblr page. Um, let's see cons. We got cons, got cons coming, coming up. up. We got Long Beach Comic Expo February twenty eighth and March first. It's a two day. We'll probably just be there in professional status. Have not heard anything yeah. back from don't anyone. Don't think we're doing a panel. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, but we will be there. We got be our there. pro badges. Cool. Um, we'll probably be there Saturday. Yeah, that's the most likely day. And then we've got WonderCon is Easter weekend. It's yep. the first weekend in April. And we don't know yet if we're going to have a panel. I've just put in our requests. So you never know. But we will be there either we'll way. we going. WonderCon. Still be don't excited. know why they do it on Easter. We'll like do the... That'll that. be our first big... Benview Megacast of the year. That's right. So that's, that'll be exciting. We usually do one there and one at Maine Comic Con. So yeah, and you got Maine Comic Con, which is actually earlier yeah, in July than July. normally. So that's further down the pipeline. But these are just the up and coming ones. So if you're going to be at either of those, come say hi. We'll have stickers and other things. Definitely. And, and let us know you're um, going to be there so we can look for you. Yeah. So what about you? What's going on, Phil? All right, so uh, a few things. We talked about our the Marin show, obviously, so that mm-hmm. was great. Um, on Tuesday, Janelle was off from school. The kids were both in school for a day, so we had got to have like a morning date. Yeah, which is pretty morning, cool. Morning date. Well, it's the only time we had like you know totally kid free, and we're doing it. So first of all, we went. Uh, we were, I was trying to find like a movie, but you know that they don't. Just, Screen movies that early, like the earliest movie I could find was 10 a.m. Yeah, and that wasn't quite cutting it. So you don't have a good, you don't have a window. So we wound up getting red boxes, and we went to this little cafe in town. It was really good. I think I told copper you about kettle. It. The copper kettle, which is really good, but they have changed. So for some reason, for they thought it'd be a reason, good idea for it to be copper kettle and copper and ca- a cafe are both with a K. So it's KKK. It's copper kettle cafe. Now that's a bad idea. I looked at the receipt, I think I brought it with me. Did I keep it in my pocket? I think I did. I shoved it in my pocket. You somewhere. are a dork. No, no, no. I wanted to show you because, oh, no, that's the one from Disneyland that I just got. You are a dork. Dang it. Maybe I did. I looked, took Super it out to dork. look at it because they actually added a fourth K. So it's the Copper Kettle Cafe and Kitchen or something like that. 
Do you think they did that? So I think they might have done that. Maybe they realized it might be a bad idea because they have three Ks. They went out of their way. To yeah, have a 3K. That's not the letter. It should be CKC. They could have done CCC if they wanted to. Copper Kettle Cafe. Could you do Kettle with a C? I don't know. I guess that, that doesn't want to settle. Yeah. Well, one way or another, it was a bad choice, but they've added a fourth K, I noticed, on the receipt. So anyway, that was a fun day, though. We watched a couple movies and from Redbox, and it was cool. Went to Marin. So then, like earlier this week, we did like a three day trip to Disneyland in the yeah, middle of which. Well, we this was your because what's Phil without a vacation? Well, so yeah, so here's the vacation plans. You know, we just got back from because Janelle's on vacation. Janelle's on vacation, so we did a three day trip to Disneyland. Plus, we went to Marin in between that. And then this is the big news. We got some more vacation. Are you confirmed plans. for this now? We are confirmed. You're confirmed. We're going to Walt Disney World. Oh, I'm so jealous. My mom, this is crazy. My mom, like, long story, she... um, Mom had cancer. She had cancer. She was diagnosed with leukemia about, like, six years ago. Made a bucket list. So, made a bucket list. When we first walked into the room, like, when the doctor first walked in, she said, you have... The doctor said, you have a month to live. Like, start making plans now. And everyone freaked out, obviously. And then, as, like, time went on, she got second opinions and wound up moving over to City of Hope. Things got better. They start. They found treatment. She did a couple rounds of chemo. Responded well. Responded well, and She's eventually, this is just about like less than a year ago. They officially declared her in full remission. Yay! But during that time, she made a bucket list. One of the things is she wanted to finish her bachelor's degree. She had gotten really close, but never quite finished because she went into do- doing nursing. Real quick, sorry, Craig wants to know to restore his faith in humanity. Tell me you don't know what I am talking about if I mention slash baf- baphomet. Don't have no idea. All right, there you go. That restores because I don't know what you're talking about either. All right. Well, anyway, so your mom is she did her bachelor's degree? So she finished her bachelor's degree. Yes. And she's going to graduate. Yes. But she did it like mostly online. Yes. And the graduation is in Florida at Disney World. At Disney World, at one of the resorts, and so they offered to fly out any of the kids that wanted to go to the to the graduation. Mm-hmm. Now they're only paying for flights. We got to do hotel and the parks on. But stuff. still, flights a major for expense. The flights Plus, through her graduation, there's discounts. They got discount tickets at sixty six percent off of park tickets, dude. Plus discount on the hotel. Dude. I can't remember the exact. It's like uh, I think it's sixty percent off on hotels. That's like employee. So discount we're staying level. at the Contemporary Resort for part of the time. Whoa, which nice. is normally like that's the one with the monorail that goes monorail in it. Goes through it. Oh, you got it. Oh, dude, we got it for like one hundred and thirty bucks a night. Holy crap! For a couple nights, and then we're also doing the music resort for part of it because that was cheaper. Are you doing music or pop century? We're doing music. Oh, okay, because that was the cheapest option for part of the time because that was only like eighty bucks or something like that. So anyway, we're going to Florida for nine days. Are you still doing the whole, like, you're not going to tell the kids till you... Yep, we're going to tell them on the way to the airport. <laughs> They're going to freak out. Yeah. No, we've been, like, dropping little hints. Like, we pulled out our home videos of, like, us going to Florida and stuff. And we're like, oh, look at this. This looks kind of like Disneyland, blah, blah, blah. But we, like, we're going to tell them on the way to, to, to the airport. Oh, so awesome. So, yeah. It's going to be really cool. And um, so, then I'll be going on vacation there. And then we got spring break coming up in March and April. So, you know... We'll have some more vacation plans there because at some point, probably during spring break, we'll do our camping trip with you. Oh yeah, we're going to Ottawa Wild. So uh, wait, so when are you going to be in Florida? So it's from like the thirty first of January. It's coming up like super fast till I don't know the ninth or eighth or whatever it is. I'm gonna have to find like a guest host. So yeah, so you either got to get a guest host at that time or plan for a classic. 
You know, something I haven't like busted that. out the classic episodes in a while. That's true. It's been a long time. So who knows? So there will be a, a vacation. This is pretty good. We've been able to make it every week throughout this vacation. So yeah. Now that you're in town, you know. Now I'm in town, and you're leaving again. Yeah, I'm leaving. Well, it's a few weeks. Though. I get here, and you're half the time I've been here. You've been on vacation, not even here. It's what we do. I moved to Ukaipa, and you leave. I just go on vacation a little bit. That's all. If this is how it's going to be, I don't want to <laughs> live here anymore. What? I might I might be evicted from my apartment by then if I don't get my freaking unemployment doesn't start paying. Yeah, still no news? Well, they still are just behind because uh, of the holidays. Well, what is it? It's Friday. Yeah. No, it's Saturday. You don't even know what day it is. What day is it? I've been on vacation. Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> Your life is a vacation. It I is. I have to say that every I'm very episode. spoiled. I realize that. It's pretty cool. But next week, both kids back in school. Next Janelle's week, kids back in school. back in school. So some semblance of a reg- regular schedule. But then Janelle has a three-day weekend in a couple weeks. <laughs> and then we're going to Florida and then spring break. And then summer vacation. So, you wow. Know. So a lot of vacation yeah. plans. Yeah. Anything special at Disneyland? Uh, well, lots of good Disneyland. stuff. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Well, Luke got picked by Thor. Luke got picked by Thor, which is fantastic. And... It was kind of a poetic justice because these other people that cut in front of us wound up. He said like, no. The kids like ran up to the front and he's like, "Thou must be chosen by Thor." And then he like went over and picked out Luke and that was cool. Nice. So that was pretty fun. Um, we didn't though. Like we tried to do the Jedi Academy because Luke still has not gotten picked to do the Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. It was like breaking his heart. And it was actually a rare kind of negative experience because the guy, like the Jedi Master dude, was kind of like he kind of was a jerk to us. Because, like, all the kids are jumping up and down, and he's going around, and he gets to Luke. And it says, real big on all the signs, four years old. Or up, right? Or between, like, four and 12, or whatever the age range is. But four is the lower limit. And Luke's been four for several months. But he's kind of short for a four. He's a short four. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, definitely capable of doing it. I mean, he knows more than all those other kids combined about Star Wars, you know. Especially about the, like, you know, real Star Wars. So he comes along and he's like, this one, this one. And he kind of comes over to Luke. And he didn't, like, point directly at him. But as he went by, he's like, now, parents, please take note. I see some smaller kids out here. And they're supposed to be four and over. So please don't send them up here if they're not four. And he passes by him. Dude. I know. And we were like, what? He's four. So our plan is the next time we go because we want to. He wants. Are you gonna like have a name tag that says "I am sign that says "I am four and my name is Luke"? Because if they don't pick him after that, then I'm. I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. I am four and my name is Luke. Come on, come on. It's he's four. Plus he's cute. He's the cutest, and he. I mean, he's been training for this. He knows his Star Wars. What if he gets up there and freaks out? (laughs) Well, okay. This is one other funny thing. So in the morning. Uh, we we went and did a rope drop at California Adventure, and we went, and one of the things is we saw Olaf, because all the Frozen stuff is crazy, mm-hmm. but we managed to get right up and meet Olaf right away. Yeah. We still had to wait about 10 Tipped minutes. Out. He got up there, and he like, flipped out. He was hiding behind Janelle, but the funny part is Olaf played into it, and he was like hiding and like copying him, like peeking behind like the poles and stuff, so anyway. Plus, his name is Luke, I know. like it's, it's He's meant to be. His whole life has been building up to this. Okay, Mike. One more question. Brendo, has anything ever crushed your childhood spirit like Artax's death scene in the Swamp of Sadness? See, I think I handled that in stride. I freaked out. I cried when I watched it. I cried more than your kids cried. Yeah, when we watched it again. I know for me personally, my childhood spirit wasn't crushed until the the prequels came out. That's what broke (laughs) me finally. That's when I realized, wait, no, it's not all happy. 
The movie that I couldn't deal with when I was a kid was The Bear. Oh, gosh. Because, like, I remember right away, like, the mom died or something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. I seriously, I couldn't handle it. And I left. And the horse really does look terrifying. I feel like that like, horse probably... Did it die? No. They say it didn't. No, it didn't. They, like, because they actually did a whole thing where where the the kid... Like, I researched this because there was a whole big thing about it online. Because people said, oh, because somebody told Janelle that he did die. Oh, um, that's um, right. But then right. We look, Janelle looked it up, and it turns out that the kid um, that played Atreyu got the horse. Okay. Like, he got it. But the horse definitely was not, like, stoked about shooting that scene. Yes. So, yeah. Well, yeah, so the boulder dropped on... Um, on Mama Bear and the Bear, and I was done. So I stayed. I remember because my friend's dad owned the theater, and we would during when it was his turn. I think our parents had like this whole schedule because there was there was five of us because they had three. So it was my best friends, right. and they had three sons and two, and then there was me and my brothers. So that's five boys, right? And like so, they kind of worked the schedule. Where we would rotate around. We couldn't just be in one place. <laughs> right. One person. We were too much for one adult to handle most of the time, and. So, so we a lot of times on the weekends though, um, the dad, my friend's dad Chuck, owned the La Paloma Theater in Sanitas for a period of time, which is this old school one screen classic still movie there. theater, still there. And but they he showed they they would show like a triple feature on the weekends, so he would just plant us. There was a couch up in the balcony. <laughs> he would plant us there. All the candy was like right behind him. We would just we would have run of candy and. Um, and I remember the bear was the first of the day. And I remember sitting in the lobby playing Jungle Hunt because I couldn't watch the, <laughs> bear. the bear. So I waited until the next my, b- movie. My other issue with the bear is, like, for a long time, that was, like, the substitute teacher's go-to movie. That or Milo and Otis. Ugh. And they would show those over and over again. I'm like, I've seen this. I'm, I don't want to see this anymore. Why about animal cruelty. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All Milo and Otis, like, straight up kill all those dogs and cats. Okay, I like this question. Mike in the chat says, The Swamp of Sadness versus the Fire Swamps. If there was a fork in the road, which swamp would you choose? Brendo? Fire Swamp, probably. I'm going to go a trick question. The third answer is actually the Bog of Eternal Stench. That seems to be definitely the least um, fatal. Yeah. Because, like, you got Fire Swamps and Sadness. You You have Quicksand. Um, you got the friggin' R.O.U.S.'s. The bog, as long as you don't fall in. I'd have to go yeah, with that. Yeah, bog of eternal stench. However, why, what is it with, like, movies the fire swamp. with, like, swamps and bogs? Because it's scary? I guess so. I don't know. Um, because cool. with the fire swamp, at least you know when the fire is gonna. Burst if you know, out. assuming you know beforehand. But you hear the. But the but the rodents of unusual size. He's allowed to fight, even though he knew about it. He's yeah. allowed to like fight it to the death. I could fight one of those. The bog of eternal sense. This had to not fall in, but it stank a lot. Swamp of sadness. You get sad. Yeah. See, that's and sad. You, and if you just you get too sad, you just sink in. You just sink. Why was that horse so sad? I don't know. And why didn't he get sad after the horse died? Because he was super strong. I mean, he did get sad, I realize, but... That's true. He's a trade. Apparently so. But it was, was just, it was just so sudden. It was like, you're waiting for that yeah, moment where he's going to come bursting out. Nope, that horse is dead, son. Okay, but as much as that is tough to watch, I appreciate kid movies that are honest about stuff, though, too. It's true. I mean, I... I 
I'm not I'm not saying that like new movies don't do this ever, but I feel like there was definitely a period of time when we had some real honest movies that dealt with real things for kids, and I like that. You know, it's tough to see sometimes, but it's cool because yeah. kids aren't stupid; they know stuff happens. You know, I don't know. I yeah, again, and I'm not saying it's like not a sad scene. I'm just saying, you know, it's good for kids to be. Aware of reality sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time, you know. I'm not saying they have to, have to watch that constantly, but there's a time and a place for that. That's all I'm saying. Well, not a whole lot's been going on with me. I mean, I did one unemployment thing this week. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm getting ready to enroll in school, but I have to go through all the red tape and hoops of the um, work po- workforce development place hasn't been too bad so far yeah so i mean i i had to uh i had to um i had to do a work like a orientation thing last week so i had to dress business casual yeah and then it was basically a class on how to fill out these forms and then I, I'm like, who needs this? And obviously everybody did. Because they would be like... so Because they even said, like, don't fill out this one form till the very end and I will tell you how to do it. And, like, right away she's like, don't put the date on it. And then, like, then she's like, okay, how many of you put the date on it? And half the class is the hand. I'm like, maybe I guess they do need this. Because it's so basically how to fill so. it. So it was like a form that should have taken you, like... To, if I had been on my own and you could follow directions... Um, five minutes. <laughs> but this was like an hour and a half thing of like filling out this. I like ones. the story you told about like the shift key something. Oh, well, when I first went in there, so it's like a resource. It's also a place where people go that to use the computer. And it's the kind of people that don't have computers in their homes. Right. <laughs> and so I just, one of the ladies, that, like one of the instructor people, I just heard her yelling out like, use the shift key. The shift key, no, push it. Hold it down to get the number sign. The number sign. It's the three. Hit shift, hold it, and then hit the three. That's a number sign. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I couldn't work here. Yeah. Yeah, it would drive you absolutely crazy. So hold so now I have to um, go to a – so I got to go to a uh, workshop on interviewing – and other skills All right. in order to meet with my advisor who will then help me get placed in a education program that they will pay for. So, so there's some hoops. Catch you later, Mike. Thanks for hanging out, Thanks Mike. For hanging out. So, so yeah, so um, hopefully maybe in a month. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be doing my class. Still, though, you're in process. That's good. And I found out that as long as I'm in this process... Because I already talked to the unemployment department, I'm good for unemployment. So there you go. So at the so even if I'm just in intend to do this or I'm the wheels are turning, then I qualify. I don't have to continue looking for work. Well, that makes it less stressful for you because if they're slow and things are going well, it's not. Yeah, your but I, I need to get paid money. Well, yes, to pay my bills. That, that that is true. So hopefully once that but once that starts happening, I'll get caught up and then that's I'll be good, fine. Because they're like they'll retroactively pay and stuff, yes. right? Yes. So that's good. It's just dealing with the government and like the government pace and all the forms filled out so many forms. Ugh. But you know, so that's 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 my life. Cool. Um, 
but you know, it's 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 it's, it's I've been getting up in the mornings to do stuff, so that's good. Yeah. I think it's good for you to have at least some semblance of a schedule. That way, I'm not completely depressed. Oh, yeah, and sad. You have something to do, and um, so and another activity actually suggested further by your sisters. That's right. Um, which I guess I have to tell them about this. But I cuss a little bit, <laughs> just by my habit of playing video They'll games. They'll find it anyway, so, I'm sure. Well, if you go to my YouTube channel, you can watch the videos, which if you, um, um, it's just youtube.com slash brendoman, but I also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash brendoman, and my show is called Brendoman Plays Video Games. Which is an and accurate it's description. a streaming me playing video games, and I already saw some people from, um, some Radio Brendoman listeners have been in there. Um, and because I play a lot of mostly playing WWE 2K15, but I played some other games. I did one of me playing SteamWorld Dig, right? Nice. And I did one of me playing the new. So on PSN, um, they gave out uh, Infamous First Light, and it's this game where like you're like you have superpowers and you can go super fast, okay? And then you fight things, That's cool. and you can watch me playing it. And I never played it before, so I'm like, I guess I do this. Oh, I'm really <laughs> bad at this, and. Oh, this is the button that does this. So if, if that sounds fun to you, then you should listen to him. Catch in. Um, once I have my school schedule and everything, because I get, I was reading one of the essential things to streaming is you need to set up a regular time and commit to it. Right. And I don't have that right now because now it's just oh I'm gonna play video games now. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, you can always do like bonus stuff, right? Yeah, but I need to get a regular time going. Um, I do. Josh was helping me. Because I, I couldn't figure out how to stream on my PC. Because, like, with PS4, you seriously click a button. It's really easy, right? It's super easy. With 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 the PC, you have to have software. And you have to, like... Then, like, the software is kind of complicated. But Josh helped me choose the software. And it's free. Nice. It's called Open Broadcast Software. And I've been trying to figure out how to use that. Because I, I made one. And I guess... I wasn't using headphones, so it caused all this head feedback, and then the volume, the microphone volume. <laughs> so, like, I had to delete that video because okay, it's terrible. Bad. Um, so, but now I got headphones, and I figured it out. Um, I really need another monitor to be able to really do it because, like, you can't see the chat. But I found out you can look at the chat on my. I can look at the chat on my phone. Oh, that's good. So I'm gonna try it probably tomorrow or Monday on the PC. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through... Because I have like 150 games on Steam right, right, that I haven't even played. played. So I'm going to go through and play all the games that I've never played. Nice. And I thought that would be like a good theme. But if you have like specific things or anything about that, feel free to hit me up. Again, Brendo Man plays video games. You can comment on the YouTube videos. A lot of people have been commenting. That's cool. It's pretty exciting. I was so, saying, like, you're going to play video games, you might as well stream it. I just, I feel like I don't have a hook. Because, like, what do you talk about, like, while you're playing the video games? It's like, so, this is what's going on. All right, I'm playing this. All I know is, like, you've heard talking to my sisters, they're obsessed with watching. Yeah, but they're, like, Minecraft. And, like, Minecraft specifically. Okay, but there's other, I mean. I don't play Minecraft. That's their thing, but people like to watch. That's weird. You know, game, what do you, what do you call it? Let's play. Let's play, right? Game streaming, streams, whatever. I don't people know. like people and, and kids like of a younger generation. Like they watch it all the time. Yeah, they have like they have like they're fans of what's the guy. I don't think I'll run out of Steam games, Josh. But thank you. I will definitely. What's the name of the guy that they're into? Like bounce Stampy, Stampy. But he's like yeah, like they watch him obsessively. Like to them, he's a bigger celebrity than like any person in a movie or something like that. Uh-huh. That's crazy. 
There you go. Play. Mario says play multiplayer and yell about teamwork. That's probably a catch. That's a good hook. If I get another PS4 controller, can I have you come over? I'll, and I'll be a guest. Well, I have another. I, we could play. We could play on Steam two player because oh, I yeah. have an, I have like five Xbox controllers. So That's we could good. do. We could play something. Um, because I got the webcam set up. Yeah. And yeah. All right. Um. So some sad news. I had to mention this because it just happened today. But Taylor Negron, um, wonderful actor and someone that I got to interview. My one of my favorite guests on Bagged and Boarded. Um, he passed away because of cancer. I've had a lot of cancer deaths lately. Yeah. Um, it's really sad. But he was so funny he i just remember right away because i actually like matt cohen posted the um bagged and boarded that he was on it's episode 77 i want to say um it's on soundcloud i don't think the links on smodcasts work anymore so um but there's a soundcloud link if you go to my twitter i retweeted it or go to matt's twitter he's at camel toad and um it's it was fun to listen back because he has these amazing stories. Because he he interned for Lucille Ball when she was like super old, but like which is crazy. Which is just crazy. He also was like really good. Like he Robin he like lived with Robin Williams for a long time. Like so he's like he's got all kinds of cool stories. We asked him all kinds of cool questions, and he was super nice. Um, I Did remember you if ask he, him about Young Doctors in Love. Yeah, on behalf of me. Yes. And I just remember, because I remember at first we were really intimidated because we were like, this is the first like real actor we've had. I'm like, actor, actor. And like, um, and I remember he was like a little bit uh, like standoffish at first. Like when we first, when we got there and we were talking to him and then he's like, I have to go out back and prepare. And like, so he's being like kind of like he's being actory. Like, what if this doesn't work out? But he was amazing. And um, he was super nice. I remember he posted on my facebook wall like that night like he was my friend on facebook yeah and he was super nice and he was always his facebook posts were always very uplifting he was never like a negative person and he's always like complimenting other people and recommending cool things and just a wonderful dude and i mean everybody's you see he's all he's one of those that guys probably most famous he's the pizza delivery guy in um, Fast Times. He's right. also the pizza guy in Biodome. Right. Um, he's he's, he's the dead. mailman in Better Off Dead because that's one of my favorite. Like, what's a what's a little boy like you doing? <laughs> big boy smut like this right. when he orders like right. the, like right. how to pick up trashy pick women. Up trashy yeah, women. how to pick up trashy because right. he's got the rocket and the trashy women. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got uh, of course we were talking earlier. He was in um, Young Doctors in Love, which is that was like what, a, like more of a leadish role yeah. for him. Which and well, then his big lead role was he was the bad guy in Last Boy Scout. Yep, yep. But my other favorite, probably my favorite of those movies, is Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. I have a special place in my heart for that. He's got a smaller role in that, but a great role, and that's a good weird movie. So, so watch some Taylor Negron movies because they're really funny, and he's funny, and I was really just bummed out because he was. He was so nice, and he was super cool to talk to. Again, probably my my top three guests I ever got to talk to. And, and he's in everything. Like yeah. if you look at his IMDb, like he's been in tons of stuff. Like you said, he's a that guy. Like totally. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, moving on. Book corner. Book corner. 
So I finished a great brain at the academy. Yeah, that's, back to you. That's the one where he goes, obviously, to the academy. It's my favorite one so far, like by far. So good, right? Like I, I always, like I always, kind of wanted to go to like a boarding school just because of movies and books. Yeah, all the adventures and, they get into, and like they do, they get into wacky, crazy adventures. It really doesn't sound that appealing to go to. No, but it's so funny because well, we also read the Bruno and Boots ones. Yeah, so had they had all kinds of wacky adventures. Not to mention toy toy soldiers, toy, toy soldiers. soldiers. For me, it was like Toy Soldiers, Dead Poets Society um, were like the big things. Reading Raw Doll's Boy, because about him going to boarding school. Because that's like, he's like talking about when he gets like caned and stuff. Yeah. And like, so I had like, but I was always fascinated with boarding schools. And this is like right up that alley. Like yeah. Totally. They go to, it's a Catholic, it's a Catholic boarding school. Right. And run by monks. And so. Um, and he like he has his own candy store. <laughs> He's like making tons of money, sneaking it, out at night. Um, and stuff. I thought it was cool the story about him riding in the locomotive. <laughs> and he catches a card shark. Yeah. on the train, and he gets in trouble because he was in the locomotive, but he was he like dirty, dirty from the front. So he just starts off getting in trouble all the time. It's really good. It's a really exciting book, and this takes place at the same time that the last one did. Yeah, so it's taking place. At the same time. Yeah. So, and also, um, fantastic illustrations by Mercer Mayer. That's right. I love his illustrations. See you, Mario. Thanks for hanging Mario's out. Mario's tapping out. Wow, wow. We, even, we even tired out Mario tonight. Crazy. So, um, so I, I highly recommend those books. I'm excited to continue reading them. And it's, 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 it's weird, though, because some of the, these books are not easy to come by. Like, even in the great San Bernardino library system, yeah. some of them don't even, they're not even listed. Yeah. So I got to well, borrow the next one from I you. got mine, because I had a lot of them from, like, when I was a kid, but I didn't have them all. I had to hunt some of them down on, on eBay and stuff. I did yeah. some wheeling and dealing there. So, yeah, they're definitely, now, but it's funny, because the first one is, you know, easily av- available. It's still in print. Yeah. And the last one is. Yeah. But some of the in-between ones are not, so... What's the next one called? The next one is The Great Brain Reform. Okay. Which so I just finished. You got to bring that over. Got to bring that over. All right. Then I also just finished um, The Hardcore Diaries by Mick Foley. It was his third book. This book is nuts. Because, yeah. one, he kind of... I think he was suffering from a lot of post-concussion syndrome. Yeah. Because there's a lot of rambling. And a lot of you think we go on tangents. <laughs> he goes on the crazy because it's like diary form, and he just starts going off on these tangents. Like, oh, that reminds me of the time I did this. So it's hard to keep track of, like, because basically the throughput narrative is him getting ready for. So he had been retired from full time wrestling, but he was still doing part time for WWE, and he was gearing up for a big tag team match at an ECW pay-per-view. And this was him documenting that and, like, building up the storyline. And it goes all the way from when he first proposes the story at the writer's meeting to the actual match happening, which there has never been more inside baseball, uh, especially on a book published by WWE, which is crazy. Because there are times where he's just flat out saying, like, I hate Vince McMahon. He's a total a-hole. This is what happened. And, like, just crazy inside stuff. Like, just... And it's and so it's very out of character for the Mick Foley that you know from... I think the reason why it's not as popular is because it's so different 
from his first two books, huh. which are just straight up like linear biographies. And this, and they're very positive. This, it'll go between positive and then like you're like, wow, he really hates WWE. <laughs> he hates wrestling. He hates this person. He hates that. So that's why it's so different than his other books, but it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And some really, also some really sweet stories. Like it talks about him going to Afghanistan and like meeting like orphans and like all kinds of stuff. Like he does a ton. He does an insane amount of charity work. Hmm. So you get to hear about some of that. And it, now he doesn't talk about like in a boastful way, just like talking about it. And that's pretty cool. But it is very different than Have a Nice Day and Fully is Good. Um, I'm curious to read his his last book that he wrote about, like his autobiography book. He wrote when he actually did leave WWE and okay. go to TNA, and now he's back in WWE. But I I, I want to read his TNA book because I'm pretty sure he really lets everybody have <laughs> it in that one. Steam. So because he lets out a ton of steam in this one, I'm like, well then what's his TNA <laughs> one like? Because holy crap, he does not pull punches. <laughs> so it's kind of intense. Although he does pull punches. That's true. Professionally speaking. But he also talks about when he basically let Terry Funk legitimately, he calls it doing a hard way, where basically the other guy punches you until you are bleeding. <laughs> so he basically let Terry Funk punch him in the face like six times until he started bleeding. And his face looks really messed up because <laughs> it didn't really bleed externally, but it was like tons of internal Ugh. bleed. So he's got like crazy bruise. Um, if but I yeah. had punched one time, I'd be out. Also, I, Terry Funk is crazy. <laughs> so like, and it, it basically what he feared would happen. And like Terry, like, because he was supposed to punch him a few times. And again, a few times turned into like six times. <laughs> and but there's some good stories. It's, it was an entertaining read. I'm glad I read it. That's cool. Um, and I also checked out Thud, but Craig Rennie wrote in and informed me that it is not, it is like, like part of a series. or something well, like that. Well, then I found out, then I looked at the, so it's like number, according to Goodreads, it's like number 25 in the Discworld series. But then I read that there's like this reading chart. If you go to the Discworld series page at Goodreads, and there's actually separate series inside the Discworld series. Okay. So there's like multiple points of entry. So is this one of those? No. Even? Not even one of those? This is part of the City Watch series, but there's still like three or four books before that series. That's a pretty big commitment there. It's pretty intense. So I'll have to reevaluate. See if you're going to... Can you just get the first one? I, I did actually order... I, I reserved the first one. Okay. So I'm gonna the first one of the Discworld series. So then you can tell like is this something you're gonna commit get, to the yeah get an idea. Series? So I'm gonna get that. So because I reserved my first books at the library, but they're not in yet. Nice. Well, they they're jeez. Oh, it makes noise every time it, over here because it's I got it on the thermostat, right. so it'll That's stop right. and then it'll start. Just thought there was some explosions happening. Want to make sure when flaming the, black widows the come flying flaming out. Black widows come flying. <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, it's good. I've gotten, I've reserved books from the library and it comes through good, so. Do they get, do you get an email when it's there? Yeah, they do. Although, I feel like it came in and they did an email afterwards. Like, I think Mm. it was there and then I got an email. Mm. I don't know, I'm not sure exactly how timely the email is. Because I like go in and check, you know, I went in and checked and it was. Check on the shelf. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway. All right. This Uh, has been Library Talk.
That's good. Well, libraries right. are good. And then I'm almost done with Dinosaur Comics. Dudes already know about chickens. I actually finished all the strips, and he has. And then there's multiple indexes, <laughs> but I'm actually reading one of the indexes because it's index by possible reader subject, like a, like suggested email subject lines and response to this strip, <laughs> and it's just a list of funny email subjects. Cool. It's really funny. So once I finish that, I'll consider the book done. But it's amazing. Dinosaur Comics is amazing. You can get all the books. I'm, I'm, I'll definitely have to get the next book at some point. Maybe next com. Maybe this Comic Con. Good. Because that's when I got this one. I got a Comic Con. I will have to get the next one because then he's there and he's signing. That's him. cool to pick it up. In and perfect. it's always nice to talk to Ryan North because he's always cool. Yeah. Every time we've ever talked to him, he's been super nice and super cool. And he's really an awesome writer. Although, although maybe now that he has a book, he's like, "Oh, you guys." <laughs> no. Yeah. No. David Malky, last time he saw him, he's like, ugh. No. Just kidding. What if he did, though? They probably oh. didn't. The more likely scenario is they don't even look at it. Like, honestly. They probably have a pile. People probably hand them stuff all the time, you know. I feel like Dave Kellett might have read our book. He, he seems like have. a nice dude. I'm sure, I mean, you know, I don't think it's a mean thing. It's just you only have so much time in the day and people probably give you stuff. Much like I think Mark Marin is nice enough to listen to our thing but might not have time or forget. It's just reality. What if he went to the website and saw our big giant faces and like, ugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he'd see Vicky's awesome fan art and go, yeah. oh, this is like perfect. I'm going to check this out. But what if he thought we looked weird? Not because person. of the art, because we're weird. He weirdos. saw some person and said, what if he's like, still asked for those, the those two guys both wearing Goonie shirts. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> mention that. We inadvertently wore matching Goonie shirts. Slightly different. <laughs> But still, mine said Goondocks Treasure Hunters. And the mine said Goonies Never Die. But still. They both had, they were skull Goonies. Yeah. Yeah, we're men in our mid 30s. And we both didn't realize it until shirts. like halfway through dinner. I'm like, oh my gosh, are we wearing matching shirts right now? What's. Uh, <laughs> it was inevitable. We both have enough t shirts of like dumb pop culture stuff. At some point, we were going to wear matching shirts. But, but you have like a wide variety, so it hadn't happened yet. Anyway. So I finished the the next great brain book, which we'll talk about when you finish it. Um, and then I started reading The Enchanted Castle by E. Nesbitt. I haven't yeah. finished it yet. It's really good, though, so far. It's cool. It definitely, like, I can see the influence on, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the half magic books that we read and stuff like that. It's it's really good. It's kind of a classic. And I think, what is it, 1909 or yeah, 07 or something like that? But it's it's really good, so... More on that when I get there. But if you guys want to join our book club, read some books along with us, go ahead to our website, RadioBreno.com, and click the book club link, and you can join our our Goodreads club and see a little bit more of what we're talking about. Yeah. So, cool. Music talk, anything? Music talk. Uh, In a Lonely Place is still our new CD. I guess there's nothing like new about that. It's on iTunes now. It's on every digital download place. Actually, it's funny... We had someone buy the CD this week through CD Mini. Yeah. And do you see where they were from by any chance? They're from like France. They're from France. Someone in France bought a CD. French people like... Apparently French people like it. A few... We've had a few foreign orders over the time. Usually Canada. But I've done a couple like in Europe, you know, for the yeah. most part. But I don't think I've ever had a France one before. So that's cool. It's just through CD Baby. So they had to do I it and not to us. It. Yeah. So that was nice. Just get the money. Um, all right. So... Did you watch the How to Make Money on the Internet video yet? Oh, I still have. No, I haven't. I've been gone. I I only have access to that at home with the VHS player, obviously. Well, I did think since we had some time, I did want to do a Phil Freaky movie of the week. Okay, we could do what that. What about um, Hail Caesar? 
All right, Hail Caesar. It's interesting because we were talking about it last week or something. The new Coen Brothers movie is called Hail Caesar, but I don't think I it has anything to do with this. I don't think it's related at all. Hail Caesar, I want to say it was like mid-90s or late-90s maybe, mm-hmm. and it stars Anthony Michael Hall, and um, he is he starts a band, and the band in the movie is called I mean, Hail This is like ripped Anthony Michael Hall, not... Yeah, and it's like, it's a weird movie. It's a it's a movie about music, and I remember at the time when I first saw it because we rented it like on VHS when it came out, and I really liked like the main song, like their hit song in the movie. Like I was like, oh, this is really good. And then watching it in later years, I'm like, oh, that's a really dated song. Like it's really, I don't know why. <laughs> How I does the that song so go? Cool. Hail Caesar! I don't know. You can look it up. Caesar. I guarantee you, there's like a YouTube clip of it. But oh. the other like main like exciting part about this movie yeah. is that Samuel L. Jackson, in a very early role for Samuel L. Jackson, is like a a mailman, mm-hmm. and he comes in. I think a dog like chases him and stuff like that. It's a terrible movie. It really is. But it's one of those <laughs> movies that's so bad that I enjoy watching it. But it's really bad. How does the oh? There's a okay, song. Just look up the Hail Caesar song. It's pretty good. You can you can play it real fast. It's really cheesy. Um, other stuff about it. See, I probably haven't watched it in a couple of years, but it's very. It's very, very dated. Like, you can tell. Like, this is a... It was, like, an independent movie at the time. Let's see. What do we got there? Matt's put, like, Anthony Michael Hall. Hail Caesar clip. There's a clip from it. Anthony Michael Hall. There you go. Love Is. Maybe. Hall of Mirrors. Dance for Me. That's... I mean, that's one of them. Because they're a band in the movie, so there's, like, tons of stuff in the movie. Based on his... Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Let's see if this is it. Here we go. Look, Samuel Jackson. Oh, and Robert Downey Jr. And Judd Nelson. So the interesting part is the two... They were both very briefly on SNL together. The tagline is, It's hard to rock and roll when you're knee-deep in rubber erasers. What does that mean? Oh, gosh. It's just a horrible movie. You'd have to just watch... Wait... Me and you and you and me. Is he trying to be Prince? Like his voice is all modulated? I think so. I think is this the song? A, I, I don't think this is the main song. This is not like the main song. Again, there's several songs throughout the movie. This will give you an idea of it here. It's a little... It's super cheesy. So is this him getting kicked out of a music record label place and he lives he lives like in a a big mansion if I remember correctly they like lose their oh look that's some good like extras acting there she's totally like not saying words there okay this is us watching YouTube again yeah you gotta stop this anyway it's pretty bad so I recommend you checking it out um what is the main song what you feel is not the same one we just did. No, it's dance for me. Oh, he's got it. This is like so. Hall of Mirrors is the name of the. Oh, that's like some other band, or like a guy that's doing like remixes of it. Okay. So yeah, that's why I was like, that doesn't sound right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Can't. Find I don't know. It. We'll have to, maybe we'll have to find it. I'm sure it's up there. Hill Caesar dancing. The dancing, maybe. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is Robert Downey Jr. 
<laughs> this is like in the wacky Robert Downey Jr. year. This is like Robert Downey Jr. drugged out. Okay, we gotta stop All this. Right. We're just watching YouTube Well, you get now. the idea now. Alright. So, so I, that's I, Hail Caesar. I highly recommend you watch it. It's terrible. And the Samuel Jackson scene is also horrible and worth watching. Cool. I will watch anything with Samuel Jackson at least once. Awesome. So, there you go. Well, I've been watching WWE Network as per the usual. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that they added that I really want to watch, and I actually want to watch one with you because it's so ridiculous. Okay. Is their Tuesday Night Titans show from the 80s. Okay. It was basically Vince McMahon's idea to do like a, it's like a talk show format, but they also <laughs> do sketches. Oh, like wow. serious like sketches and they okay. there's there's like musical numbers wow. and everything like it's like it's like wrestling show it's a wrestling show basically made for Phil cuz it's like ridiculous <laughs> okay. and it's super 80s and Bobby Heenan at his best so i definitely want you to watch one of those all right um there's like for instance there's one skit that they did on Tuesday Night Titans called Fuji Vice and it's Mr. Fuji and um, Don Morocco and their Crockett and Tubbs. Like my own. <laughs> yes. All right. That definitely dates it there as well. Oh, dude. It's super dated. <laughs> it's super ridiculous. But it's all on WD Network now. So um, right. I think you would appreciate it. Um, I also watched the newest episode. We talked about Lucha Underground last week. Right. I'm all caught up and I watched a new episode. Still awesome. Amazing. I think Brian Cage is making his debut next week. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it's cool seeing like some of these guys that we've seen in other shows. Matt Benson and I have seen. Right. Um, so that's been exciting. Aztec Warfare. They did this match. It was called the Aztec Warfare match. Okay. It was crazy. It was twenty guys. It's a twenty man elimination match. Okay. So it wasn't like Royal Rumble where you got to throw them over the top. You have to pin or submit. So it was just this, and then every two minutes a new guy comes in. So it's <laughs> like if Royal Rumble. It's like the Royal Rumble if it was just pinfalls and submissions. Huh. So it was just chaos. <laughs> it was really fun to watch. All right. So and that was for the championship. So they crowned a new champion. I don't want to spoil it because not everybody may have watched okay. it. But that was exciting, and I had fun watching it. Um, I'm all caught up on Parenthood. Was really freaked out for a minute, and um, because I thought Coach might die, he still might die. Wow! But um, it's such a good show. I right. loved it. All right. And uh, caught up on Parenthood. Almost caught up on SNL. Most recent watch was the James Franco episode. What you think? Really funny. Some good ones on great. that. Great James Franco episode. Great. Yeah. I love the one where it's like the little kid who won as mayor. The mayor won. And like he's like, he's like trying to get him commercial. to. So he's trying to like he's doing like a recovery. He's like, what's with this kid? He he pooped his pants yeah, and cried about it. Pants. I didn't poop my pants. Not I haven't pooped my pants in a year. And when I did, I went. I left work early and left my pants in the woods. <laughs> I hung out with his dad. Like he's just yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. This is really funny. Um, he's cute. Everyone's saying he's cute. I can be cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched Agent Carter. Oh yeah. I have have you watched I it, yet? Done it yet? No. Dude, it's so good. I want to. You should watch it. Okay. It's on Hulu Looks Plus. Cool. We got the first two episodes. Really good. I have Hulu. Awesome. Rolf Garman cameo. Nice. Very entertaining. But it's pretty awesome. She's great. Um, I also watched the entirety of Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's like their okay. WrestleMania. I actually, so I couldn't figure out how to get the flips out to work. 
So I just watched it, and then I but I bought it. So I'm like, this is okay because I paid money for it, um, and it was pretty awesome. Four out of ten scare- stars on the Hitman scale is completely insane. What? He's crazy. Steve, as said much as I like, as much as I like, no, I think a Hitman Bret Hart said four out of ten stars. Oh, okay. Did he? Or are uh, you saying four out of ten stars? I don't I'm, know. I'm a little out of my depth there. I didn't know that was a Hitman scale. Well. I'm not super familiar. I just know it's he. Sometimes he posts things. Oh, okay, but, but I really thought, loved was, it. How many stars for you? I give it a ten out of ten stars right. because also it was great. Um, oh, that's how he described Triple H match with Taker. That's funny. Um, but I, I, uh, I. Uh, it was great to watch because it was the first time Jim Ross has done commentary in a really long time, and he's like the classic. He's the greatest commentator that has ever existed. Okay. Maybe Gordon Soley or somebody people would say is better, but he's the best. And it was cool to hear him and Matt Stryker do commentary in Japan. And it added this element, because I watch Japanese wrestling, but there, it's part of it is missing because I have no idea what the commentators are saying. saying. Except when they say things like, Lariato! Because you know it's a lariat. <laughs> right. Or like, Brainbuster! Like, I know that. Right. But other than that, I have no idea what they're just like a lot of highs and hi, hi, da 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 da, hi, da da da, hi, hi, da 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 But because there are very few promos, there's not a whole lot of promos, there's not a whole lot of like soap opery stuff. It's just this guy thinks he's better than this guy. Or this guy's wrestling for the championship and they're going to wrestle and they're going to beat the living crap out of each other and it's going to be nuts. And that's basically all these matches are. Pretty awesome. Um, it was also cool. The opening match was a four-man tag, four-team tag team match. Okay. And Benson and I had seen three of the four tag teams wrestle before. Like, huh. So these are like young, up-and-coming guys, and it's a, it's always they always start out with like a big because during the they they really know how to pace their cards in Japan. So you'll have like a really fast-paced, crazy match, and they'll slow it down a little bit, then they'll build it up a little bit, then they'll have another slower match, hmm. and then like. The last three matches, though, were just like three five-star matches just <laughs> right after the other. Boom, boom, boom. Um, they had this other – they had this cool match. The, the – yeah, Sakuraba versus um, Suzuki. So these two guys, it was basically a worked shoot fight where it was like done like an MMA match where only submissions um, – you had to either give up or ref stoppage. But it was a worked – it was UWFI rules, but it's a worked match. It's not, it's scripted. Okay. But they really beat the crap out of each other and they were slapping on the. So this is like MMA holds. And these two guys, Sakuraba and Suzuki, basically created MMA as we know it. Huh. Like these are, these dudes, these are two dudes in their 40s that look, that are like the best fighters ever. Like in huh. real life. That's the other thing about Japanese wrestling is. Like, yeah, Sakuraba, for instance, beat, like, everybody who's into MMA and jiu-jitsu has heard of the Gracies, like, Hoist Gracie. There's Gracie gyms everywhere. Sakuraba beat all the Gracies. Huh. Beat all of them. Like, um, I, I remember I watching, I remember the one thing I watched, I think it was Sakuraba, like, Ken Shamrock at his, like, at his height. Sakuraba, like, beat the crap out of him. Huh. Like, these guys are, like, so that's the thing about Japan, wrestling and MMA like here they're like opponents and like it's very like 
like Vince McMahon hates MMA and they don't work together at all. MMA and shoot fighting in in Japan is very much tied together with pro wrestling. Like a lot of pro wrestlers do MMA and a lot of MMA fighters do pro wrestling in Japan. There's a way more crossover. Hmm. So for instance, these two guys, they are like the best shoot fighters in the world probably, but they also happen to be amazing pro wrestlers. So they have this mixed is MMA. So when they, when they do their pro wrestling matches, they feel like an MMA fight and like they're doing like key locks and all this stuff. And like, it just, it's brutal. Huh. It's brutal. But it's really amazing. Wrestle Kingdom. So, instance, the same Sakuraba guy. Like, and these both of the... Like, Suzuki looks kind of threatening. Sakuraba looks like this, like, kind of... He's kind of thin. He's like a little gaunt. And he doesn't... Like, you would look at him and you're like, oh, that's a guy. Right. And like, but this man will kill... Yeah, he looks like a gardener. Like, <laughs> he... But like, he... Again, as he pointed out, he beat Rampage Jackson with a 30-pound weight difference. 30 pounds in, like, fighting is a ton. <laughs> and he beat... like So, this guy just looks like a Japanese dude. And he can just, like, break your... He will, like, rip your arm out of its socket. It's like, like a Wookiee. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Oh, I got it now. So it's like Wookiee and wrestling. In this match, it really did look like Sakuraba broke Suzuki's arm. <laughs> like, just straight up broke it off. Like, that. that's how good of a job they did. Because I'm pretty sure he was fine. But the whole time, like, it really looked like he broke his... I'm pretty... I'm, I'm like 70% sure he severely injured... Like, they beat the crap out of each other. Like, when they were kicking each other, like, oh... And that's the thing, like, Japanese style altogether is way more, again, it's very much more realistic. And, like, when they're kicking each other, they are kicking each other. <laughs> like, yes, it's scripted, but it's way more, like, they're fighting. Like, they're beating the crap they're, out of it, it hurts. And, but then to have that with Jim Ross and Matt Stryker on commentary so I can actually hear the backgrounds. Because that's the whole thing, like, about this is what makes Jim Ross a great commentator and what both of these guys... They're actually putting over the wrestlers. They're talking about the wrestling match. And that kind of helps you get really invested because they're telling you these guys' backstories. They're helping tell the story. Right. So it's it makes it that much fun. I'm like, oh, these are these guys. Because I've seen all these guys wrestle, but I didn't quite know all their deals. I'm like, I don't know really what the deal is this guy. I like watching him. But now that I have American commentary, I can actually understand. And I hope that it did well because it sounds like they're going to keep doing it. So this could be a big, giant, huge thing. I'm super stoked. Cool. It was awesome. So that was a lot. That's my wrestle minute. That's your wrestle. We need to do freaking MBWS so I can get all this really out of do. my system. You really do. You've got to. I'm, Cause I'm not a good, I'm not a good like. I don't know. Oh, okay, that sounds <laughs> yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have to talk about this. Yes. So we had talked about it last night. That we were gonna last last episode. We were gonna watch um, the perils of Punky episodes. The cave episode. We've, the cave. I've heard so much is, about. It's the famous cave. If you don't, if you're not familiar with the episode titles, it's the episodes where Punky and her friends go to cave and it just goes bat shit crazy. It's it's nuts. Um, and Phil had like Phil, we, you watched. I watched. I watched. You, had you seen these episodes? I've definitely though. not seen. These so episodes. Phil had never seen this before. So we sat down afterwards and watched it. What were your? Tell us. Okay. What you so thought. here's my response. And remember, Josh is going to be coming on at some point once to the bet settled, about. right? Because we want to hear his perspective. So we figured we watch it first because Josh has a crazy idea. story. Yeah. So 
it starts out, you know, like normal enough. They're going on a camping trip. trip. You know, it's on location, so it's a little different, but still. You can tell, like, right away, you're like, oh, they spent some money here. Yeah, they're going out, they're camping. Well, they're still, okay, we'll we'll get to the bet in a bit. We'll get to the bet in a bit. Josh is going to come on, we'll talk about the bet. Because they're still, according to VG charts, I still have like three days left of uh, of information that doesn't come in. If Nintendo sold two million uh, units in the last three days of December and Xbox doesn't sell any, then I could still win. I refuse until I have the final information of everything. Oh my gosh. To admit, right? right. But I will. I'll, I'll okay, stand behind Punky it. Brewster. Punky All right, so Brewster. Punky Brewster. So it starts out normal enough. They're camping. And then they said, oh, we're going to go play in the woods. And, and you know. Well, they, they're going to go get firewood. They're going to go firewood. That's right. And so the adults say, you know, make sure you don't, uh, you know, don't go too far and stay together, blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, they go out in the woods. They get lost. They're going in circles. And they, you know, debate over whether they should, you know, go or stay. And then they come across a cave. Yeah. And there's a debate about it. And they wind up going into the cave. And to this point, you're still like, all right. Okay. This is, it's like, you know, I'm assuming the lesson's going to be, deal? you know, stay with it. So I, I still, so. I haven't, I've yet, so Phil isn't yet sold on this. This is the craziest like, all right, episode. So they're on location. They go in a cave. Big deal. Then they go in and... And I start saying, like, okay, what? this is weird. Because they go in and there's, like, a, a campfire, like, yeah. burning in the cave. I'm like, why is there... That doesn't make sense. Why is there a campfire in there? Then it starts getting uh, nuts. Like, there's there's paintings on the wall. Like, uh, cave paintings of them. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then, like... Some Indians come. Like, yeah, because they, they say it's, like, a like a this historic is an Indian, Indian cave. Punky, this is an Indian this cave. Is, yeah, yeah. Because that's know, a thing. Yeah, and it's very stereotypical, like, you know... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, very, like, She even Hollywood. says how to she them. She says how, yeah. It's kind of painful watching. Like, there's, like, a how... And then... <laughs> anyway, um, and so then they even still they, they tell the 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 chief says something like, uh, you know, let me tell you the story. This is a this cave is haunted. There's an evil spirit, and long ago someone vanquished by Princess van- Moon. Yeah, vanquished by Princess Moon. Which, but now the spirit is back. Right. So okay, like he's telling a ghost story or something, and then and it turns out oh, and the, the, they even try to keep it light still because he says the spirit was named Owatagu Siam. Owatagu Siam. Owatagu Siam. So you know that's yes. silly, and you're like, all right, I guess it's silly. So you're still not sold yet. So I'm still like, it's kind of weird, but whatever. And then he says that she's got to be the new hero, yeah. and he sends her out into the cave yeah. to fight the spirit. And you're like, all right, that's weird. And they go in there, and the cave like slams shut yeah. behind them, and then stuff just gets crazy. Because the end of that episode was the door slammed shut, and they're like, oh, what could it And then there's like a crazy... Yeah, it says, next time on Punky. Well, first, there's like a... Ah! moment. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, whoa. Whoa. Because <laughs> it, it's like this face, and I don't know, you're like, what's going on? So then part two starts up. And, and part two, it, that's what it just... It just goes like off totally the off the rails. There's like a guy... Who, like, who Mr. Pieces? They call him Mr. Pieces, but like there's just these disembodied arms and legs like poking out of the walls, and like this <laughs> head pops up and he's talking to them. And it's and, like, like the, it's the teacher from Better Off Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like so that's really creepy. And then they go in the spot and they come across this big spider web, and then this like demon spider comes out. And I say that because he's a giant spider, and but his have, face has like human teeth. It has human teeth, and they use all these crazy video these crazy, effects, like drug effect things. That was where like I'm like. Nightmares forever yeah, for I a mean, little like, Brendo. It seriously looks like 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 I don't know a monster from a video game, like a horror video game that's all like disfigured or something, you know, they, so like then Dead they, Space or something yeah, like they that. They kill the spider. They kill the spider. 
And then... But then all her friends start disappearing. And friends start disappearing. And, and she, then it gets real nuts. And then she comes into her room, and the one friend is like, again, like a disembodied face in the wall, but his face looks like a skeleton or something, and his teeth are ah, And he goes, Punky! Punky! And like, that's... Cherry's like a snake girl. She like, yeah. And then there's like the... Um, what's Margo's the, Margo. like a doll skeleton Yeah, weird. but then she like... But then they close zombie. up her face. She's like a zombie, and they're like, Punky! And then even the dog, even, even the one... Wonder dog turns she into turns skeleton dog. Like a skeleton, and then like the demon comes out, like the Owatabu Siam, and it's creepy. And it's like I'm going to. He literally says, "I'm going to kill you." Yeah, I'm like, this is Punky Brewster, <laughs> and a demon just screamed at Punky. The I'm next going episode to kill is you. like, just say no to drugs, yeah, kids. Oh, come on, oh, <laughs> let's go build a treehouse. And this one, a demon screams, "I'm going to kill you!" And eventually, she like battles it and. With the power of love, and then it dies, and then her friends come back, and everything's fine. And then they kind of do a thing where, like, she was just telling a story. Yeah, like, But oh. then Princess Moon appears. And, like, waves goodbye. And there was the cave painting still. It's that, that was out. so weird. It's really, really messed up. I, if I had seen that as a kid, I would still be having nightmares to this day. Yeah. Josh said he saw it Well, that's three. why it, 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 was, it, it came out in, like, what do we say, 85, 86? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like six years old. Yeah. So I'm like, and I even told you, I'm like, imagine six-year-old Bruno, because this was on at prime time. Yeah. Watching this. Yeah, it was, that was, it was game over, man. It was nuts. And we, we almost to the point I where I want to interview somebody from that show be like, Yeah, we what? gotta find out what happened here. Because we were trying to figure, because we're like, look at this, this is like... Compared to their other episodes, they like spent a lot, of, spent money, a lot right? of money. I feel like it must have been a sweeps episode. Yeah, but like what? In I mean, oh, dude, there was yeah. I remember when the kid drank kitchen chemicals because there was a lot of special episodes. There right. was kitchen chemicals. There was one where Cherry gets stuck in a fridge because they learned CPR. Those were there's all a drunk like, driving. But again, they all take place. I don't know. I think because they did do Halloween episodes, but there was another Halloween episode because I remember very clearly a Halloween episode where there was like a person. That there was a witch lady that lived in their apartment complex, and Punky somehow gets trapped in her apartment. And I remember oh, that was a Halloween too. episode. But this might have also been a Halloween episode or a sweeps. It had because they spent a, a lot of money, also. and it was a two parter. But then there's a there was another episode that was like a five parter. So, but but none of those come anywhere close to what this, I mean. This was just like. A nightmare because all the effects and the the, the voices are like, yeah, Kambanke. Yeah, I mean, like we're not. It was this really nuts. Oh, it's just some of the screenshots alone. So like, it was a face coming yeah. out of the wall. This is crazy, right? I mean, even as an adult, I'm like, I had to drive home alone after that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna go straight home and turn on the lights and watch something funny at home. Like it's it's pretty gross and creepy, and I don't know. So I can't wait to hear what Josh has to say about it. I know his story is going to be nuts. Um, so definitely within the next week or two, we need to have Josh yeah. as a guest before I go off on vacation again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> In your vacations. All right, so that's Punky Brewster. All right. And then I also, there was a new episode of Bob's Burgers. I watched it too. It was really funny. Yeah, it was really good. It's good. Tina the Hall Monitor. Yep, yep. But um, what, what's the kid's name? The kid with a... Um, what is his name? Like the he's like the redneck kid. Yeah, the redneck kid. Yeah, he's always wrestling. She captures him with a Chinese, Chinese finger trap. He's like, What's the, the whole secret? time, feels like the harder I pull, the more my finger gets stuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really good episode. Um, what about you? Well, we've been watching some more of the Mindy Project with Janelle, which is fun and funny. Mm-hmm. It's a good, you know, 
I play my DS during it, but it's still fun. And then our friend Jeff sent me a t- bunch of texts today. He's like obsessed with this new show. And he said, You guys got to watch it. So we wound up. Silicon Valley, which I. Silicon Valley. You it's, watched, you said an episode. Yeah. We watched the first Mike three Judge. episodes. Mike Judge from The Office. There's a lot of funny people in it. Uh, not The Office, sorry. Office Space. Ooh, whoops. Office Man. Space and Idiocracy and um, obviously Beavis and Butthead, etc. It's really funny. Uh, Martin Starr from Freaks and Geeks is in it and yeah. a lot of other great people. And it's so far it's been good. But it's not just like Come hilarious. On, like it's kind of a fun, yeah. cool like story about, you know, developing apps in Silicon Valley. Yeah. It's cool, so I recommend it. And I watch I watch Bob's Burgers too. And then Netflix has pretty much just been Bob's Burgers and Comedy Bang Bang. I was watching one when you came. Yeah, the Pee Wee Herman the one. Episode. That's kind of nuts, right? It's really funny. Yeah, it's really good. I've been, I've watched. I'm a little past yet, but I've been watching some of that as well. And then also we finished up Marin. Just in time, we finished the first. So you saw the season. episode where they went to Redlands. We saw the Redlands episode. Janelle and I were trying to figure out like. If there was a place in Red- there are some spots. In I Redlands. looked up that place and it does exist. The one where they showed the sign. Right, I'm pretty I just sure don't know they, if shot they actually filmed there. I, yeah, I don't know if they filmed. I think like some exterior shots or something. I don't think they filmed there actually, but it was a good episode. So the scenes where they were driving around look like um, that. It, looks like that looked like uh, like Griffith near or where like Roger Rabbit, like yeah. the Roger Rabbit tunnel, yeah, and all that stuff. That I think like that's Griffith. where they were driving. But some of the stuff out there, there are parts of Redlands that look like that. So. That look like trailer parks in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, it looks like trailer parks, yeah. 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 But there's, like, up against the hill, though. We were trying to, like, spot, like, exactly where we I think it's on the other side of the ten. Like, where you're looking at that studio apartment over there. That's technically Redlands over there. Yeah. So, who knows? But my favorite part was they, they kept saying, like, oh, it's Redlands. Like, it's only 80 minutes to go to auditions. It's right out to L.A. How many times, like, in trying to pitch going to Ukaipa, I'm like, oh, we can go to stuff in L.A. all the time. It's like an hour and a half. So, anyway, it was good. Also, I forgot in my DVD on command on demand, we did the two movies um, on our date morning that I forgot to talk about. I forgot oh. to put it in there. We watched um, first. We watched one called What If. It's kind of like a romantic comedy ish, starring Daniel Radcliffe, mm. Harry Potter, and it was actually really good. I liked it a lot. It was definitely on the more like indie quirky side of romantic comedy as opposed to like sappy and mainstream. Nicholas Park side. Yeah, like, it was definitely not the Nicholas Sparks side of it. So it was definitely, like, a good, you know, if you want to, if you're looking for a date movie kind of thing, it would be a fun rental. I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I enjoyed it in and of itself, though. And then the other one we got was Let's Be Cops, which, um, if you if you haven't heard of it, you can tell from the title. It's a dumb comedy. But it was really funny. I thought it was good. It's, it's stupid. Like, don't watch it if you're expecting high art or anything like mm-hmm. that. But if you want to laugh a lot at, like, funny, stupid scenarios... Let's Be Cops is pretty good. It is called Let's Be Cops. It's called Let's Be Cops. That The title sums it all up. It's stupid. It's not believable at all. But it's pretty funny. All right. So there you go. And you've been watching Comedy Bang Bang and Man. And Comedy Bang Bang and we finished And the then you watched the Record Store episode with yeah. Two Bam. Yep. Yep. Finished that. It's nice. It's very good. He, like, he goes to his record store. Jonah... That was um that was Jonah Ray is the record store clerk. Oh okay. He's a, he's one of the co-hosts on Nerdist, and he's a very stand-up funny stand-up comedian in his own right. There's a lot of great stand-up comedians on the show. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Also, Dave has some of the funnier scenes in the last, in the last episode, episode. Yeah. Because the guy dies and he goes into his trailer and he's, and he's eating the cereal food. or something. What? Like what? It's in the package. <laughs> And then they had, like, the Andy Kindler was trying to finish his joke. Yeah, yeah. 
That was good. All I right. enjoyed it. All right, so I guess that leaves us with video games. You've been playing a lot. I mean, um, I've been playing Tomodachi Life. Okay. And still playing a lot of that. Um, still have guys complaining that it's been too long since I see them. <laughs> You're and not hanging out enough? I got a lot of level 20 guys now, though, and after you get levels over 20, they can get free clothes and they give you a coin that's worth a lot of money. So oh. i got to start leveling up more guys. Back. Um, I've been playing Zelda Link Between Worlds. I finally started doing some of the battles. Uh, like since the people, tags. the problem is that people have been playing for so long, and I knew that I just I've only won one battle. Yeah. The other ones I get like destroyed because they have all the weapons and they have like a million hearts. I have like four hearts. You can see before you go to fight them. Like, yeah, kind of but I still feel like I'm like I might as well fight him. You don't get penalized for losing. Yeah. Well, you don't. No. All right. But you do get stuff if you win. Yes. And there's so all like, those like different achievements you can get for beating them in different ways. Yeah, I fought you and lost. Yeah, you beat well, me. I I did beat the game. Already, well, I just so. tagged you again, so to try and fight you again. <laughs> um, and then I I'm up to 91 stickers. Nice in Disney Magical Worlds. So I'm getting there. Good, good, good. And I started playing Disney Infinity. What do you think? You got? Did you get the first one or 2.0? I got 2.0. What do you think? I got so the far? Avengers playset. It's fun. I like all the little missions and all the stuff. And they really encourage you to buy all the things because there's like, it's like only Hulk can do this mission. Yep. And yep. like, oh, you got crossover. I got crossover coins for Rocket Raccoon and Nova. So I got to get those. those yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely but, not shy it, about that. It's still, it, there's tons of stuff to do. I haven't even done the toy box mode yet. Yeah. I was just messing around in the open world doing missions. Plus, you can download all the other stuff that other people have played. Yeah. Have you done that? No, I haven't. There, there's like, it's nuts the stuff people have made. And you can also download them on the PC game. Like, any kit that you buy, you get a code and you can do it on the PC. I haven't done that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and. It's got like the actual. It's like actually Samuel Jackson's voice and like Clark Gre- Clark Gregg's yeah, voice yeah. and the voice actors. Like a lot of voice, not like Thor and stuff, but some of them. Well, there's quite a few. So pretty cool. And which wait, which Marvel characters do you have? I have the Avengers playset. So I got Iron Man, Thor, and Black Widow. Right. And then I have Groot. Okay. Okay. Groot works. I have. I can do Groot in the toy box, or if I get the Guardians of the Galaxy you gotta playset. Get the thing. But he can't be in the Avengers. Playset. So Luke, because Luke got the Avengers one, plus he got Spider Man and Nova, and there's a Spider Man set. Yeah. And then he got. Plus, if you get the crossover token, Nova can do missions. There's a crossover token for Nova in the Avengers. Do you have. Wait, so how do you get that token? You collect. That's the little There's little circles, and you collect 10 of them, and then Nova can. Then it unlocks missions for Nova to do in the Avengers world. They want you. See, this is a dangerous path that we have gotten down here. But it's a path that I fear will be continuing down for some time. And then I'm still doing my Just Dance. Cool. Doing some Just Dance workouts. That's your exercise routine. Well, that and walking. And walking. Mostly walking. Walk two miles every day. Ooh, I got new uh, batteries for our, our Wii U pedometers, so that's nice. good. And then I've been playing a lot of WWQ 2K15. I've been streaming it. Playing, I've been playing a little bit of Diablo 3. Did some Nephilim riffs, but I haven't been playing online too much. Right. Um, Got to play some more Josh and those guys. Um, I did play a little bit. Again, I tried to do a PC stream of Back to the Future Episode 1. Didn't quite work out, That's but I will work. do another one. But the the game is really fun because it's like one of the Telltale yeah, games. Yeah. So 
I'm moving along, solving some of the puzzles. It's a timely year to be playing Back yes, to the Future. So that's timely, good. yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. And uh, and then I played, so when I started my list, because right now I'm doing ones that I have installed. Then okay. I'm going to go through and install some new games. Okay. So right now it's just the ones I have installed. So the first one was Age of Empires 2. So that was cool playing again, because I hadn't played it since like 2000, in the early 2000s when I was at Central Oh, we would wow. play, and if you go to brendoman.com, this was actually one of the first things that put us on the map. Was um, Henry and Eric from the brendoman.com site made a Lord of the Rings map for, for Age of Empires two, and that was one of the pages on brendoman.com you could download. Nice. We got a ton of traffic because it was like a super popular. We even like they made like an AI script huh. for it, and so you could be so you could play as. Like, you could play as, like, the Mordor... Like, no, you could play as Gondor and, like, the Shire and, like, Rowan. And then Mordor was, like, you could... We had an AI script that you play against a computer and it was super hard. So So you had to team up and beat Mordor. It was awesome. That's cool. It's pretty cool. So, played that. Um, Been playing a lot of Clicker Heroes... Keeping that going. Keeping that going. They have a new game, and I started playing that. And it's <laughs> but it's that? like a Diablo clone. Okay, it's pretty cool. And and then I on the PS4 there was um so we got Steamroll Dig, but then there was some new games. Um, <laughs> Craig's got Craig's two got instances two running going. right now. <laughs> and then um so there was a new two new games on PS4 on the PSN for free. Right. PS Plus. Um, were Infamous First Light. And the Swapper, which I've already played the Swapper on uh, on Steam, it's really cool. You basically, it's like it's like um, you can you can uh, create clones of yourself. It's like a puzzle type huh. puzzle platform type game. Okay, and it's pretty fun. And then Infamous First Light, I had fun playing it because you like you're like super fast. That's and, what you said you did at one yeah. of the streams. Out so right. if you just want to hear me going like, oh, like figuring the, <laughs> oh, I'm really bad at here. Like, oh, I got killed there. And, but it's pretty fun. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Cool. What about you? Well, I focused mine down a lot more after my huge <laughs> burst, you know. Well, post cri- holidays. Because for me, I bought all birthday those, and Christmas, yeah, like back to a back. Lot so of I get a games. lot of stuff all at once. Yeah. Um, I've been playing... Okay, so Crosswords Plus is my, like, fall asleep game. I like to have games that I don't have to... You know, that are not time... I could, like, start dozing off in the middle and it doesn't affect the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So that's my fall asleep game right now. Since I was at Disneyland, I've been doing a ton of the Street Pass Me Plaza. Um, but then, I played... actually beat Gunman Clive, finally. And yeah. it's cool, because you unlock different modes. Because at first, you're, like, a cowboy, you know? But then you unlock... I don't know at what point I unlocked you can be the girl... Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget what her name is, but the whole thing plays from the beginning and it shows the cowboy getting kidnapped and you go through and like rescue him as the girl. And then finally when I beat it, I unlocked duck mode and you go through the whole game as a duck and you can't fight. You have to just <laughs> avoid all the enemies and like flap through and stuff. Is it it's, hard? Really, it's hard, but it does skip you past the end boss levels because so, mm-hmm. you don't have, there's no way to attack them. Gotcha. So, I've been, so now I'm playing through in duck mode. Nice. Um, like we said, I've been playing some Disney Infinity with the kids. Mostly they get to play that, but I jump in every once in a while to help. Um, we've been downloading other people's like creations. So we did like a Pixie Hollow. So one this is they, in the toy box. Yeah, but you, it's like free. Like people upload yeah. you know their designs, 
And so we did like this one, and they not only do they make these worlds, but they come up with like challenges and games within the worlds for you mm-hmm. to play. So we did like a Pixie Hollow one that's all of like Tinkerbell's world, and there's things within that. And then we did um, we did like a, a Spider Man one that someone designed, and like a couple others, like just crazy stuff. Oh, I know, is there's one based on Animal Kingdom in in Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. and it has like areas where you do like map, you do the Everest ride, and you do like all these different attractions, but there's challenges within each of them and stuff. So it's pretty nuts. So that's pretty cool. I uh, played a bunch more Little Inferno. I haven't, qu- I didn't quite finish it yet. Oh man, you gotta finish it! I'm like it. almost done with the last catalog, but in, I want to go back and get all the combos first because that's how I am. So I'm like stopped right before the end. And uh, wait, what? Okay, wait. Breaking news here. That's what is it going on there in the chat? Where well, maybe we're not, maybe we shouldn't say that. I don't know if we'll say that loud. But what is going on? That's not real, right? <laughs> All right, Craig came in just long enough to say... What? Wait, what? Wait, how did Craig know this and we didn't know this? I don't know if I'm being messed with right now. Are we allowed to say it? Is this real? What's happening? He's just messing around, right? I don't know. I don't know what to think. In the chat, Craig is claiming that Josh is having a baby. And then Josh is saying, yeah, but I can't tell because like, he's just writing in the chat, so I can't tell if he's serious or not. This doesn't make sense. He wouldn't know that. I don't know. Maybe don't they're know. friends on Facebook. Maybe so. Well, Josh anyway. is dying laughing. Is he laughing because we don't know and we should know by <laughs> what now? What is happening right now? Did he post something? What, are you going to like Google search it? Is Josh having a baby? <laughs> nope. Oh, so he just said kids are the worst thing He's ever. just messing around. All right. Well, anyway, if you are having a baby, gonna he's going to steal one. a baby. Okay. Well, congratulations on your impending kidnapping. That's nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Whew. Well, that was like freaking me out there. I mean, <laughs> that would be awesome happening? if you were. Unless you, Josh and Rachel are yeah, having a baby. Actually, Rachel's been talking to Craig a lot, so <laughs> she's been like hanging out. Um, he, that's how he knew. Uh, so anyway, then I've been playing Block Drop U. I actually beat all of the levels in Block Drop U, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I but I haven't beaten all the Block Drop U X Twisted Fusion. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty fun. And then finally, on my 3DS, I've been playing a lot of Ikachan. What's that? Which is it's a little uh, like I guess you call it a platformer, but it's like the whole time you're swimming, you're a little squid. And it's from the makers of uh, Cave Story. Oh, okay, yeah, I saw uh, that. Mike Callis. Yeah, and um, it's really fun. It's uh, pretty short. Like I'm pretty sure I'm at the end boss, but I haven't gotten to be. I haven't managed to beat him yet. But I played through the rest of the game, and it's really fun. Kind of a cool little. It's like super cheap. I think it was like a dollar or two on 3ds. So it's a short game, but definitely fun if you want to, you know, play some retro swimming squid fighting action. I guess. Sweet. So yeah, that's my video games. All right. Yeah. That's it. Good. I think that's good. You know what we haven't done in a while, and I think we still have one more left since we do have. Oh yeah. Since we have some time here, we well, we have a couple more left, don't we? Oh, I don't know. Let's go here. Okay, we did. We did Nintendo. Super Nintendo. We did Super Nintendo. We didn't do sixty four. Did we, we do GameCube? I, f- I think we did GameCube, and then we did GameCube, and then we went back. We did NES. We did NES. We did Game Boy. We did Game Boy Color. Super Nintendo. So we didn't do 64. Should we, should we do 64? We, we did didn't GameCube? do 64. We did GameCube, though. Sure? We should do 64. Sure we did GameCube? Yeah, because I remember we did, like, uh, Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantasy Star. 
Yeah, because remember we talked about the Zelda game, and actually that's another thing I forgot to mention I got for Christmas. My brother got me, uh, David got me the other Zelda one that I didn't have, the like bonus. Which one? Not that one. This one? I already had, no, that one, that's this one right there. The four game collection? The four game collection. He found that, I think he said he got it for like a buck or two. Is he aware that it's worth like $50? He He is. He looked it up. And um, he still gave it to me. He said he got it for like a buck or two. Where'd he get it for a buck? Like at a thrift store. Dang. Yeah. He got a bunch of good games. I for thought really you, cheap. for some reason, that you had this. Well, I had. There's another one if you scroll up. Um, no, keep going. There's another Zelda pack. Well, maybe it's down below. There's, there's a couple collections that they did. Because that's the four game one. And I have the one that has two games on it. That has the, um, that one right there. That's this the one, one I have. The Ocarina of Time Master Quest disc. What's the Master Quest disc? Well, it's got the Ocarina of Time, so you can play that on GameCube. But it also has the Master Quest, which is flipped, a flip map. The whole thing is all, you know, mirrored. Mm-hmm. And it's like harder, more bad guys. You mm-hmm. take more damage and stuff like that. They actually redid the Master Quest on the 3DS version as well. So, Jeez. I have that in multiple places also. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitch right now that is playing Ocarina of Time blindfolded. Really? Yeah. He's played it so much? Yeah. I told you that Luke played it and he got all the way into like the almost the end of the first dungeon, the Deku Tree. Yeah, he's speedrunning it, blindfolded. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, all right, so tonight we'll look at Nintendo 64. Your son is just obsessed with Zelda. Like, it's oh, yeah. crazy. Although Disney Infinity has taken a little bit of that heat off, but yes... He loves Zelda. He saw like a guy at, at Disneyland that had a, the a Triforce show, and he's like, "I like your Triforce. I love Legend of Zelda. It's really cool." <laughs> and the guy was like cracking up. He's like, "Oh, cool, man. <laughs> cool little kid." So, all right, so we're gonna look at the most valuable Nintendo sixty four games. This is as of two thousand ten, so it's a little right, out of date. Well, still, but still. close enough. All right, um, the expensive imports in the expensive imports section, we got. Bakuretsu Mutekai Bangayo, which is Bangayo. Oh, don't have that. It's a Japanese-only release. Before it um, went to, it's a treasure game, and it's before it went to Dreamcast. There's only ten thousand made. Hmm. It doesn't show up too often. A sign that a game is truly rare, so it's hard to get accurate values. All right. International Superstar Soccer. PAL-only release is one of the hardest to find in 64 games. Huh. I definitely do not have any uh, non-North American releases, so I don't have that. Sumi Tubatsu Hoshi no Kiyosha. Kishosha. Kishosha. Pretty pretty close there. Kishosha. Sin and Punishment, successor of the planet. Hmm. Nope. Also not one I have. It's another import, a treasure import only, because treasure makes all the... Top-rated shoot-em-ups. Right. Cult status pushes it to collectability. Since Sin and Punishment has now been re-released on the Wii Virtual Console, the value of the cartridge has actually dropped. That makes sense. So here's the treasured USA releases. All right. Clay Farter, 63 and a third. Now, this is the Blockbuster one. And I actually picked this up in a... um, In a sale? A sale. I don't um, I I don't know what my cuz I'm I when I left for Missouri and I I I left my PlayStation and and Nintendo 64 and all the games. I have my PlayStation games. Don't know what happened to the N64 Jet games. Moto? I have Jet Moto. 
But you don't have the 64. Don't know what happened in any of my 64 games. And one of those was this. Because I bought it at a closeout huh. sale. Now, I rented this back in the day. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, did not... Because the Sculptor's Cut had, like, characters that weren't available in the original one. Did not ever own it. I like Clay Fighter. It's fun. I, th- I think it was, you know... It was good. We had some good times playing Clay Fighter in my grandma and grandpa's Nintendo room back there. Which is still there, by the way. Yeah. So now my kids now get to go to our Nintendo room of my youth and still play games in there. That's where Luke was playing Ocarina of Time. And it was that cop? So you it was the was... same copy. I mean, it was the one. So what if you want to play it at home? Well, I have my own copy now, too. But what about the save? Well, that's been erased long ago because all the younger kids have already gone through. Well, hey, it's probably safe at this point because they're like the only ones, my kids. And... But then he has to play as, if he plays it here, he's on a separate game. Yeah, I mean, he's got to start it, but that's okay. Hmm. I can get him back to that point pretty fast anyway. All right, we got Mario Party 3. I don't ha- I don't own any of the Marty- Mario Party ones, but my grandparents have them in the Nintendo room. So Did they just buy, or did you tell them what to buy? Um, well, it's like, you know, at first, when they first got the Nintendo room, it's because we called it the Nintendo room. You, you know, they got the NES for me. I was the oldest on all the sides, you know. And then as the generations went along, the other kids had more input. But I was like the kind of the primary driver behind the Nintendo. So they got every Nintendo system along the way. Yeah. And um, by the time 64 came out, I mean, that was like college years. So there was a lot younger kids that had yeah. more influence. And I think they got the Mario Parties under their guidance. But, okay. you know. Because anyway. you have cousins and Cause stuff. Because yeah, all the cousins and stuff like that. So. This last N64 installment of the Party Series came out near the end of the end in the N64's life in 2001, so it did not sell it well. Less than one million units. Two sealed copies sold in July 2010 for over hundred dollars each. That's a lot. All right, Bomberman 64, the second attack. Nope. I have a Bomberman. So it's a it's sequel not that one. to Bomberman 64. Yeah. And then, of course, I also had this because I actually um, got it from the video store that I worked at. We were getting rid of some games. Right. And this one wasn't renting very well for some reason, even though it was super rare and I thought it was hilarious. So I would pick this one up. <laughs> um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Which was, like, controversial because yeah. it was a rated M and Nintendo didn't do that very often, especially in that era. And it was rare. Yeah. It was rare, like the company. The company rare, right? Yeah. So I, I remember having an opportunity and to buy it. It was praised for having the best graphics for a Nintendo sixty four game. I had an opportunity to buy it during the when they were selling those off at GameStop and didn't get it, and I probably should have. Definitely should have. But you know, I was I'm a bargain hunter, and so it was like probably it was like five dollars, and I was picking them up for a buck, and I didn't. And like, now it's forty five to a hundred dollars. So there you go. Starcraft sixty four. Hmm, nope. I didn't even know it came out. I didn't know that it was on 64 either, yeah. Apparently, it was uh, not popular on the 64. Okay, I remember playing this, but I don't have it. Ogre Battle 64. Nope. nope. It was one of the only RPGs. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't like a big uh, thing. Cause I six- remember there was Quest 64. Right. There was a Final Fantasy Game. But it was like a spin-off of Final Fantasy. Ogre Battle is a strategy game. Because, I mean, Super Nintendo obviously was rich with RPGs. And yes. then there was quite a few on GameCube. Not tons, but more than 64. 
Huh. Oh, we got Worms Armageddon. Nope. Alright. Trying to think. I know I've got worm games worms games somewhere, but I don't think I have that one. Even the worms even though the Worms franchise is quite popular on the PC, the N sixty four version didn't get much attention when released. Years later is one of the hardest games to find and is still fun. Huh. This port actually topped the N sixty four value list, but has since dropped in value considerably. Interesting. Without much of an explanation. People are just finding copies. Could be. Super Smash Brothers. Nope. You don't have that? You know that I, I, until now, even still, I don't own any Smash Brothers games. Man. I know. It makes me a bad Nintendo fan, I guess. It's not that I like dislike them. I just, you know. Harvest Moon 64. Nope. I've never played a Harvest Moon game either. Mario Party 2. That's another one that's at my grandparents' house. Don't have that. But they have it. That's the one where he's got a cowboy hat on. Yep. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Definitely have that. Ocarina of Time is actually one of the biggest selling titles on the N64, so it's nowhere rare. But much like Final Fantasy VII on the PS1 list, complete copies in good condition can demand premium to collect. I do have the box as well. There and the go. box alone sells for money, so that's pretty good. Mario Kart 64. Again, yep. the classic. Definitely, of course, have that. Yeah, Paper Mario. Do not have Paper Mario. Um, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Now, this is an interesting one. I bought Majora's Mask, and I loaned it to Tyler when we worked at Seacoast, and he never gave me my copy back. Oh, yeah. So, technically, I suppose I own it, but I'm never seeing it again. But I do own, like, own it in other formats elsewhere. So, and it's coming out on 3DS. And it's coming out on 3DS, so I'm not going to like rush out and rebuy it there, because I'll probably be doing it again. And then we got Mario Party, Mario Party 1. I don't know if they have one at their house, but I think they have two and three. And then as far as additional N64 games of value, we got Castlevania Legacy of Darkness. Nope. Dr. Mario. I do have Dr. Mario 64. Donkey Kong 64. And I have Donkey I have Kong, Donkey Kong That's the yellow cartridge. Yeah, I got that too. Yep. Because I think my brother, because it was my brother 64 and he let me have it when he went okay. away to college. But it, it was, he got it late in the game and it came with Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, like a, the, yeah. with a pack in. Yeah. They also had NBA Jam. And it was NBA Jam when they tried to do a serious, like, EA like basketball game. So right. it's not that fun. It didn't work. And it has Bill Walton doing announcing. And if anyone's familiar with Bill Walton, he's about the most boring announcer of all time. <laughs> so it's like, shut up, Bill Walton. And why can't I do. We're not. It's no boom shakalakas and stuff. Like. It's like they're trying to do realistic basketball, and I'm like, then it's not NBA Jam. <laughs> it's dumb. So not good. It's all right. All right. Um, Banjo Tooie. Do not have that. Super Mario sixty four. Do you have Super Mario sixty four? Snowboard Kids. Do not have that. Space Station Silicon Valley. Nope. Miss Pac Man Battle Maze Madness. I do have that. Just Maze Madness. But yes, I do have that. Oh, why did I say battle? I don't know. Where did I get that from? Because, I don't know. My mind, like... You just want to fight something. Sometimes I think I have this weird dyslexia where I insert words that aren't there. But it's usually the word battle? No, but it's like... (laughs) Sometimes I'll just... I don't know. That's weird, though, right? Why did I say battle? I don't know. I swear I saw it. It was weird. So, Pac-Man Maze Man. So, what is that? Uh, If I remember correctly, because I also have Pac-Man 2. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's... I can't remember. I'm getting it mixed up. But it might be like a side-scroller. Okay. I have to go back and look at them and see because I haven't played it in a while. Beast Wars Transmetals. Transmetals, nope. Resident Evil 2. Nope. 
Indiana Jones and the Infer- Infernal Machine. No, I didn't know that came out in 64. There you go. Mystical Ninja starring Goman. Nope. That's it. That's it. So I have a few of them. Pretty good, man. You just helped me put away all my 64 games. You don't have that that's many not, 64 That's games. probably my smallest collection of Nintendo is the 64. Partly because that was while I was in college. I didn't have any money in college. I played on Steve's 64. It's true. We played mostly on Steve. So I played a lot Jairus. of 64 games, but on there. Because, like, Rush. Yeah, well, I have some of those now. So these are, like, these are, something has, like, these defining games lists. So, like, Super Mario 64, Legends of Arcade Time, Majora's Mask, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, Star Fox 64. Do you have that? Nope. Nope. You ever had Star Fox 64? Not a big Star Again, Fox? that's at my grandparents' house. Like, they've got ones that I played elsewhere. Mario Party, but Pokemon have. Stadium. We rented that. I might even have it at Grandma and Grandpa's Wave house. Race. Wave Race. I definitely have Wave Race. Yeah. That's great. Mario Tennis? Nope. GoldenEye. GoldenEye, Come of course. On. Gotta have GoldenEye. Perfect Dark? I think I still have it, but again, that was one I loaned to Tyler. He mm. like kept two of my games, but maybe it was a Quake one. I can't remember. One of them I bought. Another one I loaned to him, he kept still. Oh, Tyler. Banjo-Kazooie? Don't have it, but it's my grandparents' house. Conkers? We already nope. talked about this. Diddy Kong Racing. Had it, sold it, because I didn't like it as much as Mario Kart. Wow. Yeah. And then my personal favorites on the N64 are the AKI wrestling games, which they released games under both franchises during those years because um, first... So WWE, when when they first entered that, had acclaim, and those games sucked. AKI made a couple games for WCW, the famous... WCW versus NWO World Tour and WCMW Revenge, and then and then they made games for WWF, which included WrestleMania 2000 and what people will say is the greatest wrestling game of ever, No Mercy, because these were like it was the perfect mix of like games that because I knew people that didn't even like wrestling that played NWO Revenge. Like I remember talking about it. That was the first time I ever had conversation with like jocks at my school because they all played it. They're like, yeah, aren't you into wrestling? Hey, do you have PlayStation for 64? I'm like, why yes I do. They're like, oh you should come over and play sometime. I'm like, sure jocks like that I never talked to. I'll come play wrestling games at your giant mansion house in Rancho Santa Fe. So that was how that happened. All right. That was kind of cool. Um, and then they actually came out with two in Japan only. But so these are like the golden age of wrestling games happened on Nintendo on 64. 64. I did not know that. Yes. Huh. And now AKI Corporation makes mobile games. It's very sad. Oh. It was funny. We were at, like, my friend Arthur from work, um, we were talking about, we'd always be like, what happened to this company? And then you wake up at their Wikipedia page, they are now making mobile games. Every company <laughs> that stopped making like console games, they're making, because that's, I guess, where all the money is. I guess so. <laughs> Freaking freemium games. <laughs> Whatever. Stupid. We've had plenty of fun with some of those. Star Wars games. So, you know, like Shadow of the Empire, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Even Episode One Racer. Entertaining game. Yeah. I don't have any of those, but... You don't have, like, Shadow of the Empire, Rogue Squadron? Or nope. Rogue Leader? Nope. Those games were awesome. Again, during this era, you know, I was poor. What about Turok? I played that at Gyrus's. See, I played these all different play people's places. I just didn't have them. Honorable mentions. These because these are again we're in the games that defined. Right. We got one ten eighty. That was like the best snowboarding, snowboarding game. One. Don't have it. Banjo Tooie Cruise nope. in USA. Nope. I've Rush. Uh, F Zero X. Nope. Hey you Pikachu. I don't have it, but I played that with Janelle's brother because we got him some sixty four games for his birthday. K 
Killer Instinct Gold. No. Kirby 64. Nope. Pilot Wings. Nope. And your favorite, favorite game. One of my favorite 64 games, period. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap is the best. Still needs to happen on the Wii U. It's made for it. Please, Nintendo, make this happen. I'm begging you. And then you got Quest 64. Played that on Steve. And Yoshi's Story. I never played that. It's a sequel to Yoshi's Island. It's a side-scrolling platformer. One of the few Mario games not to include Mario whatsoever. Yeah. Gameplay centers on the various Yoshis eating fruit to complete a level. There you go. There you go. That's Nintendo 64. I do have quite a few others, but that's definitely my smallest collection. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. That's good. I think so. So, uh, anything else on your mind? Thanks for hanging out, first of all, in the chat. We've had quite a few people throughout the evening. So Be sure to go that. to RadioBrendo.com for all your Radio Brendo Man stuff. Anything that we've mentioned link-wise. It's all there. Contacting us, of course. Go to BenviewNetwork.com for all the Benview Network podcasts. Um, you know, Popsicles. It's the other one I'm on. Man Brendo's Wrestling Show. We also got tons of other great podcasts on there. Including new ones such as Friday Night Film Fights and Benview on Spielberg. I, really, I can't even keep up with all of his. Yeah. Is that Matt Benson? Yeah. Okay. He's got a lot. It's a lot going on. Hey, that's cool. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to record a promo. Hey, that's Phil and Brendo. Is that what you're going to do for yeah, us? Yes, that's our promo. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> it in a minute. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, about that. <laughs> so. Hey, guys. Yeah, you're going to do it in that voice? Hey. Is that like your Bob when he talks to hey. you? Yeah, that's totally. Hey, Phil. Hey. Hey, guys. I like your podcast. It's pretty cool. Are you guys recording at the expo? Possibly. Yeah, maybe. Do a little something. I don't know. We hadn't talked about that. Good question. We'll record you saying something if you want. Josh, are you still coming <laughs> to the arcade expo? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's like this coming weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. All right. Cool. Well, we're going to be there on Saturday. So. You guys might not have been here earlier, but there is a Groupon for it. There is a Groupon, and it's also on Gold Star. So check out those deals. The Groupon deal was really good. Yeah, it's 20 bucks for a Saturday. Yeah. And what was it, like $10 for the other day? $10 for the other day. So. Yeah. So check that out. Check it out. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. So that's going to be fun. We'll see you guys there. And, uh, yeah. We'll be recording. I mean, we'll definitely record next weekend at some point. Whether we do it there or Saturday or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, That'll be cool. I'm I'm excited about that for sure. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Don't forget. And... Um, Brax Comics, even though you had said that you had finished one, I know I what was happened? almost done with it and I haven't. I went on vacation. I was on vacation. I was on vacation. I can't do comics. Ah, uh, it's hard. Things are hard to do stuff sometimes. Is it really? It's not difficult. I went out of the way to help you get Illustrator. I know. And then on I your computer, done one and, then, since then. and we have them all written out. I know. And, come and I on. started it. So I just we're gonna lose all of our con status. Uh, Put the hammer down. I got the hammer again. Put the hammer down. Brendan leaves all this stuff on the desk in front of me to like fiddle with, and no, then he gets mad when it's I not do. For you to fiddle this with. This is my fiddle with area. Whatever you leave here, I fiddle with. Gosh. Tonight I'm fiddling with the first season of Community. 
this hammer, and the Wiimote that we got you for Christmas. All right. All right. Anything else? Popboxmusic.com? Oh, yeah. You'll plug that. <laughs> you won't update your own freaking webcomic. I'm this doing it. This is why we're not getting panels. I'm going to do it. you got to keep doing it. Otherwise, we're going to lose our pro status. Uh, and then I know. We're, and then that's it. I know. I know. Because once we're out, we're going to be out. See, if I do it, then people will miss I the feel part like if of the we show lose where you it, berate me at the end. If we lose that status, we're never going to get it back again. No, I think that's it. Because I feel like we snuck in. We definitely did. We got in under like some like that timing, like because this was because it was before things really exploded, exploded. Yeah, it was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, yeah. two thousand eight when we got the pro. Yeah, we've had it ever since. We can't lose it, man. We can't lose it. Can't lose it because then it's over. It's over. <laughs> All right, it's on. You said that every time. I say it a lot, but otherwise they miss the part of the show where you berate me at the end. How about the part where we celebrate that we have a good webcomic? I don't know. Is that as compelling? I can berate you about something else. There's always something. You can always berate Put me. Put the hammer down. You're scaring me. Right. Don't berate me anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, anything else exciting? Oh, I see you're doing a podcast class here. Not podcast. Yeah, it's a class. You got, his, you got your class schedule here. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Interviewing, oh, interviewing techniques. techniques. Yeah. Yeah. That's, if that was what it was about, that would be, would be awesome. awesome. Always let your guests, you know, complete their answers, listen to what they say, and respond accordingly. We could teach that class, interviewing techniques. What if we did? What if we went in there and we're like... After listening back to some of the interviews that I'm back and boarded, I feel like certain people should have taken an interviewing <laughs> techniques Some class. people could benefit from that class. Possibly. Yeah. See? All right. I'll I was that. funny on that show. I'll I was listening that. back. Like my improv skills were like at their height. Cause I'm like, I came up with that out of nowhere. I'll tell you what, I remember because I'd been listening, you know, some to your, you know, I listen when you were doing the live shows. I was mm-hmm. listening to that, and you started doing popsicles, mm-hmm. and so I like, you know, I'd heard you do it, but I remember like when we all went out to your last episode of popsicles yeah. you guys did live, and like all of our friends came out, which made I, me like I remember even making core. I'm like. This is like what my funeral is going to be like. Like, all my friends <laughs> are here. What is happening? And I just remember everyone being like, oh, like, Brendan's really good at this. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, he's got a real show. Like, a lot of people I don't think realize, like, what you were doing at that point, you know? Well, it did just kind of happen. Yeah. Not that you couldn't. I mean, you did a radio show in college and stuff. Yeah. But for, first of all, I don't think most of the people even understood what a podcast was at that point. And then we're going to a theater, and we're seeing you do something, and what is that about? Well, I still appreciate everybody that came and supported during that time, because it was awesome. That was cool. And um, I appreciate, we appreciate all you listeners. Yeah. Thank you. We're keeping it going. Because it's been, man, we've been doing this for a long time. 152 episodes. Yeah. It's cool. It's like three years. It has been, right? Almost. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Because 100, what, 156? Well, but you know, with some yeah, of the Yeah, but with whatever, between. but it's still three years yeah, worth it's of... it's about three years. It's about three years. That's cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, for writing in, for hanging out in the chat, all that stuff, buying stuff on Amazon. You guys are awesome. And Super that's why awesome. we do this. Also because we talk a lot. That and we might, we, as well. we might as well. <laughs> might as well do something productive. That's right. I feel like the drive to and from the show when we went to see Marin, like we should have just recorded our talk on the way because it was basically like we did a 
you know, two-hour show. Talked a lot about poo. We did have a lot of good poo talk, so it was very much like our show. Because <laughs> I was asking you, like, about, like, specifics about, like, when you need to go to the bathroom outside. Yeah, like when you're camping. Because <laughs> we I still should... haven't quite perfected the camping. Yeah. Well, and then I found out you have to go, like, every day. Because I can go three days on a camping trip without well, hitting the restroom. On... I was saying specifically rad because Justin makes this awesome chili. But that's one but night. You can't go one night? It, like, goes right through you. I don't know. I don't know. I I just know this. I can avoid a public restroom at well, all. Well, that's because you've been doing that your whole life. Yes, I'm fine with pooping everywhere. No, oh, so I do uh, it. I it's no. That's a no for me. So weird. What it's do you think's no gonna me. happen? I don't know. I've been in there. It's disgusting. Now I have to take my kids bad. into public restrooms all the time. It's not that bad. Some of them are. I don't know. Other people's stuff has been there. My guys don't know their guys. So I don't want to be around that. I like home base. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I've seen your home toilet. It's gross. My gross. It's not gross right now. <laughs> what am I going there to poo? But there's parts that you're around and it touches <laughs> the same stuff. What's, what are you talking about? The parts that are there. Your junk's touching things? Like, yeah. So what? I don't want my junk touching anything. I don't want anything touching anything. That's weird. It's horrible. You need help. At the park today, the bathroom at the park down there, it's a cool park, but it's pretty gross. Yeah, you're complaining it's gross to do a gross thing in a gross place. But it's my gross. It's just gross all around, so whatever. I don't want to touch other people's gross. Oh my gosh. Doesn't make sense. That's the thing. You need help. I'm okay with number ones in the bathroom. I'm not going in there to make it cleaner. No, I'm just not going in there, period. It's not a problem. I don't need to. Do you know the last... I can't even remember the last time I went number two in a public restroom. Like, it's been years. But that... Don't you get uncomfortable? Nope. Like, from holding it in? I just tell my body, we're not going. We're not home. My body knows. Now, when I do get home, that last couple blocks, all of a sudden my body's like, okay, guys... It's time, and sometimes the last couple blocks are pretty uncomfortable driving in there. I'm like, ah, no, no, we're not there yet, we're not there yet. Yeah, but then, like, I don't know, like, that's got to be so annoying to your family where it's then you get home, and then you're in the bathroom for, like, an hour. That's just part of it. They knew that going in. That's annoying. Now we have two bathrooms, so I can at least, like, alternate. you're still just gone for, like, an hour. It's not a full hour. It's, like, half an hour. I've been in your house where you've been in there for like an hour. <laughs> you never had to use an office restroom. That's true. What would you do? Well, no, but here's the thing. I worked at Disney. Yeah, what, did you ever go to the bathroom? No, there? that's like, what, at the most I have an eight-hour shift, maybe a ten-hour shift? Yeah, but those backstage bathrooms are really clean. Still, I'll go, again, I'll go pee. I will urinate in a public you restroom. You never had no to poo other. during an eight-hour shift. No. Why would I poo during an eight-hour shift? Because that's normal Absolutely for a human not. body. I soaked as a substitute teacher. I never an eight-hour period. Nope. It's, that's not healthy. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's not healthy. Well, it might not be. But wow, I make we, up we for officially it devolved after. into poo talk. <laughs> well, what are we going to call this episode? Number 152. Poo talk at the end? Poo talk at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That way people will listen all the way through, because they don't want to miss that. Poo talk at the end. Poo talk at the end. I'm sure that's great. <sighs> Look, when Marin goes and he's like, oh, I'm going to check out these guys' thing, and it's called Poo talk at the end, yeah. then you're going to know, he's like, oh, okay, these guys are great. i got to have them on my show. <laughs> 
Yeah. You don't have to call it Pootalk at the end if you think something What better. else am I going to call it? I don't know. What else could it be called? Pootalk at the end. Pootalk at the end. Okay. <laughs> then we people know what to look forward to. That's good. All right. That's enough Pootalk. I'm putting the hammer down on this show. See, but when you work in an office, one of your escapes is going to the bathroom. That's how you like get away from working. Yeah, at Disney, you don't have that option. Yeah. You go when you can go. But subbing is to sub. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, you never had, like, a desk job where your only reprieve, reprieve from said desk job is sitting on the toilet for as long as possible. That's true. I've never had that. And trust me, you want to stretch that time out? I would have to put that in the application, and that would probably be a, a down thing. <laughs> Does not go in public restroom. But then you would require your own restroom? When we're camping and I have to use a public restroom, I immediately shower afterwards. What? I can only go when we're camping if I immediately follow it by a shower. Oh my So I save it gosh, until I know that it's going to be shower time. messed up. It's very true, though. You can ask Janelle. You need That's help. how I, I plan the day around when we're going to shower, when I'm going to like have that shower time so I can poo right beforehand. What did you do... When you were at Mammoth and you like pooed at a public, because you did you like the poop in charge thing? Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> but the reason I survived <laughs> is because that's actually the last time I went. Oh to the my restroom. god! But the reason I survived is we found the poop in charge place where I had like basically a private restroom because it was downstairs. Everything was shut down, and I went in the family restroom and no one was using it, so it was like perfectly clean. I still use toilet seat covers and stuff. And it was a long process, but I did survive. Are you one it. of the crazy people that if there is no toilet seat paper, cover, toilet seat cover, you'll put little squares? Oh, I don't just use squares. I use long sheets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that thing is covered every inch of it. That doesn't do anything. It psychologically does. You people, you're crazy. It psychologically does. It, it makes it so that I don't feel like I'm sitting in someone else's poo. <laughs> Josh says this is depressing. It is depressing, right? Why? I have a system. You, the system you need works. serious help. The system works. Oh gosh, but the psychological like basis of all this. What? There's something like you sat more pee than I have over the years, and I'm, I'm I, and I get sick less than you do. What are you talking about? You get sick like all the time. I do not. I yes, you like do. Once a year, you've been sick like three times since I've moved here. What? That was like one big, like, mega sick throughout the whole family. And you are super ignorant to your own psychosis. I'm aware. It just doesn't bother me. I'm oh, fine I'm, with that. It's nice that it doesn't bother you. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's wonderful. It doesn't affect anyone else negatively. I'm not making anyone else not go to the You can go to the bathroom all you want. I'm just not doing it. All right. Well, on that <laughs> note. Poo talk at the end. Go to RadioBrendo.com and... Uh, and then contact us and tell Phil how crazy he is. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Brendoman at Gmail is our email. At Brendoman on Twitter. Um, we're on Facebook. If you want to get the latest up-to-date information, probably Facebook page. There's that's a lot good. of stuff that goes on there. So that's Facebook.com slash Radio Brendoman. Or just go to RadioBrendo.com. Links to everything on there. That's right. So on that note, for Radio Brendoman, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.